Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $13.89 per month per $1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5-2-22. Thank you for downloading this edition of Vleeties. Again, my name is Ryan Van Vliet. I appreciate every subscriber. If you could, whichever uh, podcast feed you're listening on, whether that's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, overcast if you could just leave a rating and a review i would greatly appreciate it uh, i'm joined by gino and kevin tonight we are on the road to the twfs 100 and i think kevin and i thought this would be a breeze you know roman reigns kenny omega obvious names for everybody's 100 but i wanted to get into the minutiae i wanted to get into the minute details tonight and that's where we get into uh the discussion tonight so uh, this is my voice. I'm Ryan Van Vliet. I'm terrible at the voice recognition thing. So listen to me, and then it'll be super obvious which one is Juno and which one is Kevin Scampoli. So thanks again. Thank you for the download. I'll be live on Wednesday immediately following Dynamite with Kevin Scampoli uh, on Trovo.live slash TWFS. We'll be live immediately following Dynamite. And then Kevin will be back on Friday immediately following SmackDown on Trovo.live slash TWFS. Uh, no Geezy, no hashtags and headlines from this week. Uh, unfortunately, Geezy's once again dealing with what seems to be COVID. So we'll see what happens there, but hopefully he does well. So we wish him the best in his future endeavors. And I would also like to ask that you go to the Vleeties Facebook page. Uh, right now we, uh, we're we trying to raise some money for a team. Uh, I think it's pronounced Glioblaster, but by uh, – one of my in-laws, he uh, he has a very rare uh, brain tumor, and uh, he's 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 actually in remission, so he's fine now. At least he's fine at this moment. But uh, we're trying to raise some money. We're doing a walk, and uh, any anything you can give is appreciated. Just go to uh, the link is on my Facebook where you can donate some money. Uh, we would appreciate all donations, and just keep that in mind. So enjoy the discussion tonight. Let me know what you guys think, and uh, remember rate and review. And then if you can donate, that'd be great. Thank you so much for downloading. Gino, we're here. We know that it's uh, we're on the road. All right. It's nine. I'm starting. We're starting, everybody. Ever, sit around. My name is Ryan Van Vliet. Welcome to Vleeties. Gino, this is important because I hear you trying to get Kevin on board with some of these Ring of Honor guys. And Kevin, I hear you almost being sold on these Ring of Honor guys. Uh, dude, I'm just thinking about I did a, a writing exercise today. There's no Ring of Honor guys in the 100, Gino. I think I'm convinced because you can literally write out the AEW roster and make an argument for why all of them have done better than anyone in Ring of Honor, which shut down in 2021. So it's kind of hard for me to accept anyone on the, the TWFS 100 of 2021. Listen, that's your opinion that you believe that no Ring of Honor guys will even make a blip on your radar with 100 because people like you see people like Tony Nese who just has matches on dark have like a better career in their last year of 2021 than most people in our reach. 
Yeah, I love Tony Nese. Good point. That's actually an amazing point. I liked 205 Live, Tony Nese, him and Arya Davari, like at, being a tag team, especially during the Thunderdome era. I thought they were holding that brand together. Not sure why they both got released once the Thunderdome era was over. See, Kevin, it's like, I think it's, I, I brought it up last night where there's so many guys in WWE where I think it matters tremendously more. And even a guy like a Tony Nese who goes from WWE to AEW, all of that seems like it matters to me way more than anything that PCO yeah, Tony Nese matters to you because Gino, you two are living in the past. I'm over the moon over Saray, dude. Saray <laughs> is coming. She's this new wrestler. She's like a nerd hentai gook girl. And she found her grandmother's necklace. I think it like sunk to the bottom of the sea or something. And now it hangs from a shaking bedpost six times a week. So you guys can daydream about Tony Nese's pre-show career. I'm ready for Saray to go to the top. We're back to the main event of Mania, Gino, with women with Saray. And that's what I'm hoping for. That's the thing. I know Saray's a future target. She was really close. She actually was trained by Antonio Inoki. I want Saray to be a top star, but when she came in NXT, they didn't do shit with her, but had her lose. And she's not hate her, Bleedies. Now she's Tony Nice. She's on the Tony Nice Gino list. And Bleedies, this 100 can't outbring of honor, guys. The only guy that could be on it is Gresham. And like, and that guy's not getting on it, right? Like, he just has the belt, so we might go on. And also, is Matt is Mid Cardona a Ring of Honor guy? I don't know. He's not a Ring of Honor guy. I would classify him as an Impact Wrestling guy for the year of 2021. So I would, I could make an argument for him being on the 100 over Gresham. But Saray, is she still in NXT? Do you know? Am I asleep? How come? Yes, you just had a promo back because she was losing a lot. Now she's finally, she went back to Japan to recover, get better. And now she's this new character that now she's getting power from. Oh, ladies, you missed it. They showed sweeping shots of the plane going to Japan. It was like, the, it was 8K footage. It was the worst thing I ever saw. And then they showed the shot of it coming back. <laughs> and you got to see her necklace. It's the sun, ladies, like me. Wait, so... How come when Kevin brings it, I didn't understand this because I like Saray. So I don't know where, because it seems like Gino has a, there's a disconnect, Gino. When I think of Saray and NXT, that's all got a WWE in front of it. I don't know if you know who EC3 is, but he was the one who showed us that logo. And all of that's connected into the WWE bubble. That's the bubble that Kevin and I refer to all the time. So when you try and pipe up like Saray is this amazing indie talent, her 2021 was like that was a WWE thing, not not a like. Why are you saying like you don't like Saray? Of course I like Saray. I was confused why she didn't have more of a run in WWE. At least I thought I thought she'd been released the way you talked about her. So I watched yeah, her and Zoe Stark. Again, the whole thing is like it's sad. Like again, she did have this decent career and was going to go somewhere, but then she was losing, and now she had like go to Japan. Now she has this new character, which I'm worried what it's going to be. Well, at least oh, this is that girl who had match of the year with Lash Legend. She is in the WWE bubble. By the way, Bleedies, <laughs> that bubble you're talking about? Well, side note, Tony Nese ain't in it. <laughs> Not anymore. That's right. He's free. He freed the narrative. Or he was released, depending on who you talk to. But even Saray, uh, like, it's one of those – she's one of these talents. I love that she's – we're making an argument for her who's probably not on the 100. But, but just because her – the I only remember a few of her matches. I didn't even remember her getting buried and, like, losing and going to Japan. Every, every time you guys both say that, she went to Japan. I'm assuming that, like, that just sounds like in my Dave Meltzer wrestling head. She had to go learn a new hold. She had to go to All Japan or Shimmer, and she had to, like, work, you know, all these shows in Japan and learn how to 
be a character. But also when she showed up at WWE, they made this big deal. Like, we got Saray. And when she showed up, it was, okay, there's not really a character there other than she's Japanese. And we already had Asuka and Kairi, who both had gimmicks. So we were kind of wondering what Saray's gimmick is. So put a gimmick on her. And I think it'll work out, Gino. I don't oh, think he's got one now, G Gino of ladies, because Discord's pissed because this Saray apparently used to be a badass like Oscar. <laughs> she used to be one of these girls that shoots electricity and shit. Now she's a nerd. They gave her glasses and a necklace and she's got pigtails and shit. And yeah, they had dark side of the ring reenactments of her flying overseas. Like that was her <laughs> whole promo video tonight. Rather than the comic book story of her past, like that other Chinese girl. This girl went on a flight, a coming-of-age story. It sounds awesome. I don't care what anybody says. I know that everybody wants just generic, you know, we got to have something. There's got to be some some uniqueness on this show. So Saray's not on the 100. I can probably confirm that. I forgot she was with the company still. You guys talked about her like she had passed away in a, in a turnbuckle from the rafters incident. So I was going through this list, and I really was just typing out names like a Matt Hardy, like a Jeff Hardy. Guys that, yes, maybe didn't have the greatest years of their career, but had, you know, they still did stuff in 2021. So I, I'm like, Kevin, like, how far do you think we go into this list where, like, where's it going? <laughs> Thank you so much, uh, MDK3475. Like, because, like, a Chris Jericho, he still had a better year than most, I feel. Now, <laughs> is he, like, top 20? I don't think so, but come on. He still had an awesome year, right? See, that's interesting because I wrote down a bunch of names, too, and Jericho didn't even come to mind. Like, I don't know. Did he have a good commentary year? <laughs> Which year had the Mermosa? He must. Oh, he had an MJF feud for half the year. So he'll definitely make it in the 100. So the question is, is what I brought up the other day or yesterday. Was he above or below Dewdrop? And also, real quick, you brought up Matt Cardona having a better chance than Gresham. Mid Cardona is on this list, baby. <laughs> we got to give Gino a little bit. We can't. Just take from him all the time. But yeah, Matt Cardona, no Gresham, and Jericho's gonna be top forty, right? Yeah, I, I I could I could argue that his matches, even the the blood and gut spot where he fell off the top, that was in twenty twenty one. So even if he wasn't doing the most amazing work of his career, he was still one of the most prominent characters on that show. And I, I don't know, I, I give him a lot of credit. And same with Matt Cardona. I still watch Impact. I liked his feud with Brian Myers. Every, anytime those two guys go and get in the ring, I'm going to enjoy it. I just don't think it's top. Like Cardona and Jericho, if I argued who had a better year, I think Jericho did more stuff. Matt Cardona's was probably more memorable in my head for some reason. Uh, well, Matt Cardona's not in his Y2J run or something, <laughs> which is all Jericho can hope for. Matt Cardona is in his Hollywood Hogan run. But, ladies, you say we can't have Saray. That's okay. No Saray. I have, a, I have three other Sarays here, and I have them all, like, written in a row. I'm definitely going to die for Maki Ito, Riho, and Hikaru. Like, we're going to be represented by other girls with necklaces from their grandmother. Well, Hikaru, absolutely. Like, that's a name that I, I look at women's wrestling in AEW. Wasn't she the one holding it up until Britt Baker was – until they were finally ready to admit – that it's okay to have Britt Baker as their champion. Britt Baker can win the men's championship next. Like that's how over I am with Britt Baker. But yeah, he uh, and even Rio to a, she has won me over to a certain extent because when she did show up and win the belt, I kind of looked at this whole company like, what are we doing here? This is too much New Japan. This is too much anime for me to enjoy. I can get behind Rio. I can get behind Sheeta. I wish I got to see more 
of Maki Ito. Gino, is there was there another place where Maki Ito was tearing the building down? Tokyo Joshi Pro Wrestling. Tokyo Joshi. There's a guy on uh, Twitch who's always every time he goes live, I get notified. I guess I'm following him. Wait, he's another place. BTE. What are you talking about? She came. <laughs> and she goes. What's up, motherfuckers? And then she replaced Brody Lee when he died for a while as the leader. Then Adam Page segued in. And also, who could forget that one song we made fun of forever? <laughs> How did that go? Whoa. I'm not going to sing. No, it was an amazing song. Her entrance really won us over. We got to see it a couple times. I do wish there was more than just a BTE because if we were doing like the TWFS 100 BTEs of the year, maybe hers would have been on it. Anyone with Brody was probably once Brody left for me, Kev, that's kind of where my BTE run ended. Now I'm more of a, I just watch whatever Gino shows me guy. Maki Ito has the cultural effect placement on this list. Some people, they're, they're attractions. You got to like save them in the more special. I wrote down a bunch of names. I didn't write Sammy Guevara. Is that like a personal unconscious bias that I have? Well, I'm writing it now, so I don't have that bias. I forgot about him. Mine was innocent. You're an asshole. But he was the TNT champ, and then he beat Sean Spears at the end of that match in that main event, and he got Fuego signed. So Sammy Guevara had a, a lightning year. And did you hear, Bleedies, that uh, Tay Conti met Sammy's parents or the other way around? And I don't know. I didn't read the story. It's none of our business, of course, but it's a new story right now. Oh, it's got to be. It's trending on the tops. Like, that's the most important story in wrestling right now is, oh, we have <laughs> we have Sammy and, and Tay advancing this relationship. I was never notified when Pam met Sammy's parents, and I thought Sammy and I were on a level like that because I think we are, we've known him longer than he knew Pam. I mean, we've been around. Ladies, I found it. Tay Conti brought Sammy to Brazil. Oh, my God. That oh, was this is so romantic. They fucked outside, no fucking doubt. And appear oh, look at this. Tay said, my daddy went shower and showed up like this. What the fuck? Where's the picture? What does that he mean? said it's about the hair and the... All right, I'm ruining it, but apparently the dad likes Sammy, and he showered. Oh, good. Well, I hope... Did they shower together? Did the dad and Sammy, or Tay and the dad, or Tay and Sammy? Whichever way you mix this up, there's only one way that it's okay. Oh, ladies, I found a picture of Sammy and the dad. They're like <laughs> half-hugging. Oh, I wish one of my exes had a dad. No, well, at least Tay's dad or Ty's dad. I think that's amazing. I think that this is good for Sammy. Hopefully his interim title reign isn't in jeopardy because Cody Rhodes is back tomorrow. Gino was trying to tell me he's a free agent. What did that mean, Gino? How come they're saying he's a free agent? What did that even mean? It's that his contract is up. His contract expired. There's no Cody right now storyline-wise, so it's going to be a great part of season two of Rhodes. The top's going to be an amazing story with Cody. He's not signed. He doesn't know where he's going to go. Did you watch any of Roads to the Top Season 1? Yes, I did. I watched the entire season. Oh, really? Oh, wow. I had none interest in that. I saw Brandy was on it, and I couldn't do it. So, no, I, I definitely did not realize that. So, Kevin, I think you and I are the same ilk. Does he have two contracts like Triple H? Isn't he? He's the EVP, right? Isn't he Triple H? I have a These dumb kids are getting fucking worked. <laughs> the idea that we uh, owe him money or extra money to do a couple of like one match a year. He's doing it because it's his company. He's the EVP. Bleedies in the squared circle on your Bleedies Discord. We have a picture of Sammy Guevara and Tay's dad shirtless. They're in love. Of course, you and I are blocked, so we cannot uh, access this via URL. That's why I took a picture. Well, yeah, yeah, you and I are just, we are so taboo. We are not allowed to be following this awesome content on Twitter. There's no reason why we, Look how hard Sammy's flexing, too. This is a hard flex. 
And why are they both shirtless? They're watching UFC. I see the Modelo ring post or octagon post. Uh, I'm Sammy. I feel like we, we've come a long way. Why do you have to have your girlfriend block me too? I why is he wearing Calvin Klein? What a fucking faggot. And hey, Gino, try not to touch. Listen, what I'm going to tell you right now, since we got to get back on this 100, we have to have this discussion and you all are disgracing the amazing year that Jonathan Gresham had this entire 2021, <laughs> the entire story behind Ring of Honor that he had, where he was trying to build up this pure division, this pure title, and then we finally had him. Yes, he sadly lost the title, but this moment that he finally had where he was able to go after the Ring of Honor championship. And sadly, that coward bandito had to have COVID to scare away from his match with Jonathan Gresham. So Gresham asked to be an interim champion after he beats his best friend, Jay Lethal, at the last show of Ring of Honor's career. What did so he again, do? it was an amazing year Jonathan Gresham had in 2021. What did he do in Q1? This in quarter one, he was still the again, building up to be <laughs> the pure champion. The entire pure division was started with that pure tournament that we had. I just look at his year... And really only watching a little bit that I did him and Dak Draper at, at the 19th anniversary show was terrible and just, just not necessarily blowing me away until his match with, uh, well, his, the Josh Woods match was okay. The match he had with, uh, Jay lethal was pretty good. It was a little predictable, but it's not like he had this incredible year that saved the company. If anything, it was, they were building to this anyway. Then the company was going down. They thought, well, we might as well finish the story. And I would argue that his 2021 is already better than his 2022 because we have seen him on impact. We are kind of seeing him spread that. If we want to talk about forbidden Dorman, I would believe it more if he showed up in WWE than any of these AEW guys. But I think that him and Saban had a great match. I just don't think for 2021 that Gresham is even scratched. I would put EC3 above Jonathan Gresham. Even though he barely, all EC3 did was have like the two freer narrative movies and then like a short little time in East ROH where he had a match that was only. All he did now, and you're about that fucking movie every fucking day. He sent me <laughs> yes. 30 bucks. To, by the way, Gino, this Gresham is the reason the company sucks and clothes. You're, you're telling me every day Diesel was a bad champ because Bob Backlund was a great lead in. And all of a sudden the numbers dropped when Diesel had the title. Well, this Gresham was worse than Diesel. The shitty company couldn't even survive. Listen, it's not Gresham's fault. It's ROH's fault. And they just were putting him as the front guy, even though before Gresham finally won the belt, Bandito was their champion. So really it's Bandito's fault. We should blame Bandito for the entire... I do. It's also Bandito's fault that Gresham made on the list because Gresham feuded with that guy. Like, I don't think anyone who feuded with that guy believes he's on the list. Yeah, I was I was going to bring that up. Gino, you're right. It is Bandito's fault. It's Gresham's fault. It's... There, that whole company was just slipping and slipping and slipping. And then the guys who were on top were just not doing it for anybody. And I, I watched the show. I watched whatever. What, 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 I keep forgetting the fatal four way that we watched. I watched that. I watched the 19th anniversary show. I watched final battle. I kept looking around like, wow, this Brody King's pretty good. Wow. This EC three is pretty good. There would be other guys on the show that would pop. And then the main event would be bandito or the main, the champion would be, you know, uh, Roosh. Like it was never necessarily. Wow, this company's breaking ground or revolutionary. If anything, it felt like they were just trying to figure it out until they got to the next level. And maybe that next level was supposed to be Jonathan Gresham, but uh, it just wasn't. So, and, and look, the 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 Diesel thing. 
I, I agree that you can make those arguments. Well, like Diesel wasn't drawn either, but also the the company as a whole. You have to look at Ring of Honor and WWF in that aspect. Where yeah, WWF didn't have the strongest eight match card either. So I think Ring of Honor did suffer from that. I don't want to put the whole thing on Gresham or Bandito, but it, it, like as far as years, like look at a guy like Sammy Callahan and even worked the whole year. He won me over in a way that Gresham didn't. The way that Bandito didn't. What I saw from Sammy Callahan from Hard to Kill all the way up until Slammiversary, I was loving Sammy Callahan. He would be on my 100 way before any of these other Ring of Honor guys. You lost to a girl. and that, yeah, But that was not 2021. That's a completely different year. Yeah, that's, that's not, not the same year. This is supposed to be a full factor of 2021. Non-factor is anything before 2021 right now. So in that year, Tega had an amazing 2021, and I'll agree with that. Gresham. Ladies, I have Nick Jackson, but I don't have Max Buck. I love <laughs> Nick Jackson. And just like Gino's making a Jay Briscoe push, put your effort there, Gino. This Gresham thing ain't going to work. But Nick Jackson, ladies, do we just put him on now? I wrote him down. He was my fourth name. I have Roman Reigns, Adam Page, Kenny Omega, <laughs> Nick Jackson, then Riddle, Orton, Charlotte. So I don't know. Why Nick Jackson pops in so quick, but it's going to mean something. Yeah, there's a little bit of maybe it's you were looking at Nick Jackson a minute ago or something, because in that mix of names, I love it. That's that's like when I was a kid and I would have my toys and suddenly Test is winning the Royal Rumble and going to WrestleMania to take on Undertaker. You know, it's going to be Omega's fault, because look, we got Roman, Adam, Kenny. Then I must have been like, who's wrestlers that get on here? The Elite, not Max Buck, Nick Jackson. So, yeah, then I had to jump to WWE. But, yeah, I wrote this list uh, days ago, and Nick Jackson was top four. Yeah, and even for me, I mean, to be honest, Randy Orton didn't even make it until I was past ten names. I was just spitting WWE names. I was just thinking, what's on Raw? What's on SmackDown? Go, 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 go. And I thought, like, I, I wrote Riddle before Randy. I don't know why. I, I love Randy, and I still think he's top five in my heart. But as far as the year went, it was tough to, to put him above Riddle. Because it seemed like Riddle was kind of carrying that whole team. And we I would... got to be forgetting people, though, ladies, because my 9 and 10 are Moose and Mickey James. So I don't know if Gino went into my Google Keep and edited my note, but we're forgetting at least 40 people if they came up early. Oh, yeah. I have like a W. Morrissey written in here. I got a Josh Alexander. I have Deanna. I even wrote CM Punk. I, that one was hard for me to put down. I was just, I was going down my AEW names and I got to about number 10. And I just stopped for a second. Ew, wow. And I said, is Goober of the Year about to make my list? Jack Scampoli, Brad, thank you for the sub, my friend. And even in the chat, what about Miro? Great call, because this is another guy that I really have high hopes for every year. And I feel like, he is he the biggest letdown? He, he seems to let me down more than anything. He's going to be the biggest hype machine. Because I got to hear you and Jim Cornette every week. Finally, he's a beast. He's wearing Muay Thai undie shorts. <laughs> He's doing backstage promos every week. That's what I remember is, is this pre-taped? That's what I asked every week. Is he even showing up? Did he show up once and record four months of these? So I don't know that this guy can make it. But And I and Gino, this is your chance to get Gresham on. Because Miro might be that 99, Gino. That's saying Miro, I do feel his year was really good until like they had him lose to Brian. And then that really just stopped his entire momentum that entire year. So yeah, Miro, he had a good start, but the finish of 2020 was not that good for Miro. But since we are talking about people who again had a good start and maybe like ended well right here in 2021, we have Jay Briscoe, 
who his brother marketed him, finally won the ROH tag titles at the end of ROH, but also winning the GCW tag titles and holding this company, building this company up as the greatest tag team for us to soon, very soon have this match in 2022 of the Briscoes versus FTR, which I think because his entire build from 2021, Jay Briscoe deserves to be on this 100. Gino, I've read every news story this year, and the only time Jay Briscoe comes up is when Tony Khan brought him up once, and it was Briscoe Brothers. So I thought it was the other one at first. Ladies, don't we need something to happen we heard about for them to be in our sphere of influence here? Oh, well, Jay Briscoe holds a very special place in my heart, at least. Like He, for me, would be the perfect 100 because he did have that match with EC3. Like, if I could be honest, Gino, the only reason I watched that Ring of Honor show was for EC3. I was so excited to see EC3 versus Jay Briscoe. You showed me the promo package. You gave the dollar. I watched the promo package. That's where I got the amazing proof to me. Honor is real. And I thought the promo, the build for that match was incredible. That match was great. I think Briscoe, out of anybody for Ring of Honor, definitely left off the page this year. And that's that's a name that I would argue, if we're doing 100 guys and I have to pick one Ring of Honor guy, I would definitely pick Jay Briscoe. If I, if I had to pick two, I would pick Brody King. But that's here nor there. I think that Jay Briscoe. Please, that ain't going to get him on the list. Like, if I have to. <laughs> Maybe once you're sitting down. And we have 79 names. And now we're thinking about Dana Brooks. You had the 24-7 title. <laughs> Reginald had it too. Like Maybe then Jay Briscoe is going to make a lot of sense. But I'm still surrounded by the elite, like Nick Jackson, Riddle, you know, top four guys, Adam Page. So maybe that's why it doesn't seem realistic yet. But I also didn't see that amazing match. I want to see it. Now, oh. Why didn't uh, Jay Briscoe free his narrative? Did he have to fight the whole crew, Gino? Now, here's the thing. The story was, again, EC3 was trying to see with Ring of Honor, because this is his debut, his first time there. He wanted to see if, again, the whole line of honor was still real, if this is a real thing that can be grasped, if we can really achieve honor in wrestling. And that was an amazing match. But another match you need to see, involving Jay Briscoe this past year, 2021, is, again, Mark versus Jay fight on the farm in their chicken farm. It's an amazing match. It's 15 minutes long. It's an amazing contest between these two to find out to get the brothers back and actually be on the same page fine. The way he says it, in their chicken farm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, like, their like, chicken farm. They have their but, own farm. Uh, we know that, you know, but you say things that are that don't sound good at all, but you try and make it like, you're a salesman. You're trying to pitch us this in their chicken farm, and that sounds like dog shit, but I know you they, think it's you know, great. Also dog shit, a fucking swamp fight. That was dog shit, but we had to have that in WWE. Yeah, so was, we had a better version of chicken one. farm. You're mad because Braun couldn't do it. But I'm also, but also, I'm not arguing that that was good. Like that's what I mean. Like, like I would argue that the uh, the Deanna Mickey thing was hilarious, but I wouldn't say it was good. Like I, I've never really seen a farm fight and been like that was awesome. Even we could even call out Matt Hardy, like the Ultimate Deletion stuff. Like even that stuff isn't good. Like matches, it's just entertaining. Boneyard matches, entertaining. But you brought up a great point, Gino. People named Brian, Brian Pillman Jr. I'm a big fan of this Brian Pillman Jr. I look at his year, his progression. You want to talk most improved. Oh, my gosh. This guy had a dark side of the ring that got him over. We learned that he couldn't throw a baseball. I was so – we all cried with Brian Pillman Jr. on Vice. I think this guy belongs on the 100, you know. Yes, and I believe so as well. But let me just – again, I'm going to double-check his – 
career so far in 2021, his whole match career. See, like, if he's actually improved. Or he fought he's MJF. Like, he had a he had a marquee match with MJF in Cincinnati. That that shit that shit swamp they called it, right? Isn't that what MJF called it? He was also in the top one contending tag teams, the Varsity Blondes. They got a tag match against the Young Bucks for some reason. That was that had to happen. Uh, he was hanging out with Ju- he he was with Julie Hart, Gino, and, and she's not from she's not from the the Canadian Hearts. She's not not Stu, not Helen. No, none of those Hearts. Kevin Selden, Brian Pillman, right? He's on our list. He's our favorite. BTE. <laughs> I wish you didn't bring up Julie Hart. I was going to sell her instead, but hey, I guess that helps my case. Julie Hart before this Pillman. Brian Pillman comes out and cuts the worst fucking promos you've ever seen in the worst mullet. And he has this like, remember my dad gimmick. Meanwhile, his dad was like a one-legged manager like MVP. <laughs> so we don't need to act like even Tony Schiavone forgot who your dad was. Tony Schiavone sings his name like Gino. But it also comes across like, who was that? Brian Pillman Jr. There's two of them. So <laughs> Brian Pillman, we saw him enough, ladies. But I remember Julie. I remember Griff. Brian, I remember for the attire that the other people were also wearing. Oh, I don't know. I, I, we, we talk about cutting promos. That vice, dark side of the ring, where he's cutting that promo about not being able to throw the ball. His, his stepdad was a piece of shit. All of that stuff. Unbelievable. Oh, my dad wouldn't let me play the GameCube. And he threw it against the wall at a reenactment. Fuck off with your dumb doc. What a promo. What a promo. You think that was real? That was all the work. Well, clearly the guy didn't make a man out of him. The kid <laughs> hid under his bed in his room and he's still doing it as an adult. He's hiding under his mullet. Guy sucks. Who had a better year, Johnny Hungy or Jonathan Gresham? Johnny Hungy. Oh, I thought you were going to ask Gibber <laughs> Pillman. Johnny Hungy, fleeties. Wait, no, that might have been 2020 when he had that eight-man tag and one for the Dark Order in honor of Negative One's father, Brody Lee. Yeah, I look at it, like a lot of these Dark Order guys. I almost want to lump them in as a whole because we 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 go one. You know, into, you brought up Nick Jackson, not the Young Bucks. Because is there room for like I like FTR. I don't like Dax Harwood or Cash Wheeler. I don't like them separate. They have to be a package deal. But we don't do that, right? We pick Chad Gable, not American Alpha. Right. These people need to make it on their individual merit. And Johnny Hungy on the Wrestling Barstool Sports Show might have just done that. Except Tony Khan had better appearances, so maybe not. Johnny Hungy, I thought would be funnier. Gino, did you see that one? I did, and I did like again, even though it did when he did go specifically explaining the whole Bray Wyatt situation, and him just saying, "Yeah, it's not going to happen." I like that he again was at least straight up and honest. Stop fucking asking. Stop yeah, ladies, we somehow didn't bring that up, and Johnny Hunky was a dickhead about it. Johnny Hunky's like, "My best friend died. Stop trying to replace him with his better friend than I ever was to that dead guy." Like, Bray Wyatt's better than you. You get out of the dock order. If Bray Wyatt snaps his fingers, he's in your spot, and he's the leader, too. Just that he's going he's gonna to be in the tag team. He'll be in the fucking Evil Uno tag team. He'll replace that fat fuck. No one in this dock order should be talking shit. They'll be lucky if Bray does it. But, ladies, I'm also the guy who said he better not join the dark order. That would be so dumb. So I'm also on Gino's side, too. I'm just fighting him right now. But but that is an interesting stance to take from an interview perspective where, hey, your friend died. But there's a free agent available. Like, that just seems really weird. And, like, the fantasy booking only can go so far before you're actually pushing fantasy booking down somebody real. Like, oh, hey, I know that Luke Harper Brody Lee is dead. But luckily for you guys, this is a blessing. 
Bray Wyatt's available. Like that sounds awful. The You're one- right. And imagine the tweets he got. You know how how much the Dark Order hates when you misspell John Huber's name. There was probably spelling Brody like Brody King, John <laughs> with an H, and he's dealing with this twenty four seven. Finally, he gets on wrestling on Barstool Sports and gets to vent. And when did we discover Anthony Bowen's YouTube channel? That was 2021, right? Because Max Caster clearly on the 100, not talking about him. Talking about his partner, who we all looked at as, oh, they keep calling him a five-tool athlete, and he just kind of goes, you know, Seattle, the acclaimed. We don't really care. Now I think he's my favorite wrestler on the brand, Kevin. I don't, I don't know if it's the YouTube channel or him just showing a little more personality. I'm a big fan of this Bowen's. I think that's the rub from Max Caster, not the wrestling one, like the one when you rub baby oil. I mean, <laughs> when he rubbed baby oil, that's what I knew. He wouldn't just do that for a jobber. He's not going to do that for Dan House and Gino. Dan House in on the 100. But yeah, Bowens has been great. He's incredible for what, what he is. We can't sit here and like say he's a future TNT champ like Max Caster will be this year. But for the role he has, he's perfect in the hype man stuff. What a voice for it. Is there anyone else that should be doing it? That vlog was so good. His body's perfect. So I'm thinking Max Caster may be like top eight. And then we'll see Bowens in the bottom eight. And that'll really make a statement on how we feel about the team as well. Yeah. Well, especially just, I don't know what it was, but when he sent that tweet out, maybe it was just Caster had so much charisma. He, you just couldn't stop looking at him. And then suddenly it was, oh, this other guy's talking. And then I watched like two YouTube videos. like, this guy's a person. And he's pretty, uh, he won me over, but let's get some names that Gino might want. Like Gino, what are your thoughts on like a Rick Boogs? Now don't tell me, don't tell me Eric Boogenhagen's a better name. What do you think about SmackDown 2021 Rick Boogs 100? Now again, in 2021, I don't believe Rick Boogs had an amazing year. Now someone who did have a great year in 2021, looking back now, is Eddie fucking Kingston. Why are we not talking about him since we're talking about AEW, guys? We got to talk about Eddie Kingston and his amazing year he had. Well, no, I I agree, but I'm trying to get people that, like, I would argue Rick Boogs had a pretty good year. You know, he he wore those denims, that denim singlet. He was playing guitar. He came to rock. uh, And it it was on Fox. I was I wasn't going to Kingston just yet because yeah okay well, Kingston could be on this list I'm not a Kingston guy but I will Gino just skirting around Gino this is your one chance to get boobs on something Vladis is open to it I'm shooting it down but you might add a chance to gang up well of course Eddie Kingston's on it by the way that's what I was gonna say is like obviously Kevin loves Kingston and I and I like Kingston enough to put him on a list of a hundred dudes. But Rick Boogs is somebody that you used to love. You were an Eric Boogenhagen guy. What did you guys call yourself? Why do you love him now? I didn't know. Is it because you saw his new haircut, which was fucking awesome <laughs> on Friday? So he's on a good start for this year. He's on the list already for this year. We'll see if he stays on. But last year, he had the fucking pigtails, the ponytails, <laughs> the dumb singlet. And he was a, uh, he did end up overshadowing a champion, though. Like the champion. Parts made in Japan says Rhino got the biggest pop in Detroit on Friday. He's a candidate. Oh, we we well, next year, yeah, it's gonna be an amazing year for Rhino. It's gonna be awesome. Last year he was he was last year he was around. He was in Violent by Design. He was hanging out with Eric Young and Joe Doring. Joe Doring also top ten by the way on this list. But I look at Rick Boogs last year as somebody that I like. You know, I saw him airplane air guitar on NXT and thought this guy. You know, it's fun, but I don't know where it's going. And then for him to show up and hang out with, with Kingsuke, all the desperate things they were doing to get Nakamura over with us white people. 
I was loving it. I don't know. I didn't know that everybody hated Boogs, but I like to take these guys for like that Gino liked, like a Boogs, and see what is where his feet, where your footing is now with it with Rick Boogs. Because every time I bring up Rick Boogs, you go again, Eric Boogenhagen. Like that's just the number one. That's your automatic first couple words. Again, Eric Boogenhagen is great. So what do you think about Rick Boogs? You don't think him with Nakamura in tag team matches against Happy Corbin and Mad Cat Moss, that's not winning you over, Gino? Again, they they were starting to win me over at the beginning. The first half of their part of their career so far has been great. But after the end this year, looking back, I'm like, it wasn't that impactful. Like I was saying before, with Rick Boogs, I would want him to actually be a singles guy, not just be here to help push shinsuke while he's injured it's so fun i have so much fun with it and i do think it'll lead to something he'll, he'll turn heel eventually right nakamura yeah. can't be this guy wfs says you're forgetting about rhino's poppets in the vlds discord now oh the rhino pop we got to check out the rhino pop because gino i'm a rhino mark you you said he's setting up to have a good year i think he had a good year last year i would say i would say bet oh he's spearing a chick who is that is that effie I believe it's Chelsea Green. Is it really? Oh, mass. We got to watch this. Uh, what's this thing called? Uh, Game Changer it's Wrestling? Most Notorious. Most Notorious. What's Beyond Wrestling, Gina? Why are they not the same? I swear they're the same. GCW and Beyond, like, they work together. They have events, like, on the same day. Sometimes, like, Beyond works, like, earlier in the day. Then GCW has their event in the night, but they're completely different promotions. Didn't David Starr, the cream in your coffee, didn't he molest some people? He most likely did from what we have been told, yes. Most likely. <laughs> yeah, probably. We, need to, we can't go with the legend. It's a legend. We don't know for certain. Wait, who's the legend? Skirt the issues. Probably. Well, wait, d- uh, who's, the, who's the legend who got molested? What happened? Again, this is a legend. Things about Oh, a legend. It's kind of a piece of shit. So we don't know. We just, it's all a legend until we know for certain. Ladies, look at how awesome this GCW venue is. Is this because Detroit's awesome, Michigan's awesome, or does every Matt Cardona event look like this? No, they don't all look like this. This looks really cool. I like that they have seats by the ring because a lot of times they're just kind of standing there. But this looks great. Chelsea Green looks great from this shot, looking pretty roll-tied. And that's a door. That's not even a table. So we're going to get a gore through the door. You're going to see how much Rhino loves it, too. He's not even disappointed he hit the woman. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> he doesn't go gets up immediately. Was she in the yeah. match, Gino? Was it a handicap? It was a no disqualification match for the ECW television title, which Matt Cardona was able to win that title finally. Rhino's long title reign finally ended. Of the ECW television title? Ladies, this title reign goes back two decades. You don't even know. Me and Gino have been following this your whole life. So this title, Rhino won it back when you were dead. And he never lost it. So he finally lost it to the Hollywood Hulk Hogan of the Indies of 2022 mid-Cardona. Yeah, they never brought the the ECW television championship to the invasion. Didn't he win it from RVD? And that was kind of the, he's like the final champion of ECW. And he showed up with the ECW championship. But even that didn't do anything in WWE. It's almost like when it got to WWE, they were forced to acknowledge that this was not on the same level as WCW or WWE now. Hopefully, for uh, hopefully, Devon doesn't try to bring back the TNA TV title that disappeared one week because Matt Cardona will take that shit too. 
Yeah, hey, might it, like I like this for an ECW title. That's so silly. And I know that Matt Cardona, he's playing, he's playing the hits, Gino. He's he's winning you over every time. He he just does things that you love. Like you, the, so did you watch this live? Were you popping? I was able to watch it on a website, thankfully live. So I was enjoying it while I was you also stole it, you with fucking Kevin. scumbag. You stole it, dude. I kind of had to because I had to also kind of have SmackDown on and be ready for third hour. Gino. Ladies, I got to see it from Ayako's phone. That was my view that we just watched. Oh, you were FaceTiming, right? It was amazing. Now, I had to talk to Gino the whole time and do third hour, but I at least got to hear the pop, I bet. What was up with NWA? They had some issue with Fight TV, Gino. I hope you know about this. They had some glitch where they couldn't stream their episode on Fight, so it just they had to release it for free. What, what happened here? I have no idea, man. I I saw they released an episode for free on YouTube. I was like, what happened? I thought it's only on fight. So like, I have no clue what happened with their fight shit. Yeah, Billy today. Corgan had a, speaking of statements, Kevin. I mean, he had like released a statement about we apologize for technical difficulties. And like, they, they're not issuing credits or nothing for people that subscribed, but it's for free on YouTube now. So I thought that was really odd that it was just, it, I didn't know if Fight TV signed an exclusive deal with Game Changer Wrestling. As you know, it's free on Ayako's phone. Ladies, I'm him. I'm Ayako's him. And she's my her. Remember my favorite movie that you'll never watch, no matter how much I tell you to watch it. No, I don't remember your favorite movie. It changes. Remember you told me about The One with Jet Li? You said that was your favorite movie. I got it on Blu-ray, and now you're saying that's not your favorite. Or Well, no, I'm telling you, I saw that in theaters when you were dead. Do you think <laughs> Blu-ray is going to be as good? The One was amazing in theaters, though. Oh, I wish I was there. I see I wasn't alive during The One. I was alive during, what was the other movie he was? I was alive in Cradle to the Grave. That was my Jet Li movie with DMX. I was not yet born when the one came out. Do you know what? You were alive and kicking when her came out. And I told you about it the day it came out. I saw the midnight showing. This movie was amazing. You're telling me about the time the hair lip guy in it started trying to work the world when you fell for it on late night shows. You like that movie instead. Oh, I have seen her with ScarJo. They, I, I, I like to, I want to be, when they finished that movie, they did it originally with a different female's voice. And I want to hear that version of it where the producer goes, we need a sexier voice. I, I hope it was Vince. We need a sexier voice. Somebody that really gets me going. And then they went with ScarJo instead. So that whole time he's acting, he's reacting to a different voice. So. Why didn't they get a Hickory voice in there? She has a <laughs> real sexy promo, huh, Gino? She's really good. The promo skills, again, just like Serena Deeb, this amazing ongoing story that's never going to end between these two. And that's why Serena Deeb should be in the top 100. She well, is. She'll be in it. I'm sorry, please. This is big news about Serena. She's starting a wrestling company. So if she's doing that this year, she'll be in it this year. But ladies, were you about to sell me on Serena Deeb last year? No. Well, yeah, obviously. That's an obvious one. She's on the list. She had the best matches out of anyone on that show. So, uh, yeah, I think that's I think that look. We're too hipster. We're being the most hipster ever, okay? I want to ask Gino about Shinsuke Nakamura, all right? I want to ask him about those names because he doesn't like Raw or SmackDown. Those are the names that, like, I watch, I watch the most Raw and SmackDown, and I probably watch more Dynamite than all of that. But still, I want those names on the 100 because I feel like a lot of the – the the Gino WFS universe doesn't like that kind of stuff anymore. Like I would have to argue to get Seth Rollins on this list ahead of Jonathan Gresham. Like I think I think that's who I'm talking to right now. So I'm curious where a guy like I don't like Big E Gino is Big E ahead of Gresham on your list? 
I'll be Gino. Yes. Well, Biggie had a phenomenal year, but another guy who did, Zicky Dice. <laughs> uh, this guy was on Twitch doing a bunch of streams. So he's going to take every name you say and just segue. Again, sadly, Zicky Dice is already on list for 2022. We already know this because of Outlander, Zicky Dice, an amazing event that he po hosted on his Twitch. Also, was here in Atlanta. It's an amazing event. So Zicky's already on there for this year. Did you go? Last did year. you go, Gino? You said you were going to go. I was debating on going. I sadly could not go, so I had to watch it live on his Twitch, and it's still available free to watch for anybody here that wants to see an amazing live event that was hosted well, on Twitch. And not to, not to, you know, this is so obvious. Zicky's also already on the list because he was part of the learning tree under Brian Myers for 2021. So obviously he's on the list. But these are hipster guys. Gino, what are your thoughts? On uh, what's a W? What yeah, are your you thoughts? Said Bob, like, we first we're, let me actually say Biggie. I do feel he had a better year than Gresham. What about Bobby Lashley? Do you like Bobby? I would say Bobby. XOGJFC says Ding Dong. Hello Bailey. Better be top fifteen. What are your thoughts on Bailey? I felt like did she what's miss? She got hurt was for she, nine months. Was she gone? Out. I was gonna ask. Like how long has she been out? I kind of don't even remember her. She got a fucking nose job, and she's still ugly, so she won't come back. Ladies and Gino, what about Malachi Black? Is this because we had that big debut, but everything he's done besides that awesome kick has sucked. Then again, Rosario Dawson jumped on his back. That was going to be my one, like, say, oh, dude, you don't remember Rosario? Well, and even the Tales from the Dark Father stuff, I was enjoying his work, and when, he, when they finally were letting him out of the room in WWE, I thought, okay, this is going to be exciting. And I think he did go to AEW and make a bit of a splash. Now, when he kicked Cody off of that turnbuckle, he went flying to the table and won in like a minute and a half. I thought that was fun. Him versus, uh, what's that guy's name? Machine Gun Brock Anderson. I thought that was fun. So I think Malachi is another slam dunk for me. I think that his work this year, or at least last year, was good enough to be warranted of recognition on our like 100 wrestlers he's definitely in the top 100 of anybody who laced up a pair of boots last year he's right a, he's not going to be above dew drop which is my scale but he'll at least be on the list now see i kind of like gino's names because i again i only have 30 names but i still feel like it's going to be easy like i think it, we should have gino just bring 25 tomorrow and he has to sell all these guys we never heard of to us again Oh God! And I easily could, but here's the thing: I'll I give easily you a name could. That we have heard of. <laughs> this year again, we talk about like 2021. Another year, sadly, near the end, he had like step away for a little while. But John Moxley had an amazing 2021. Yes, another no shit. You guys are like no, <laughs> you guys are doing this wrong. Malachi Black, Eddie Kingston, Moxley. You guys are naming all stars from hey, AEW. You think Malachi Black's obvious? What are you talking about? That guy sucks. What? He has that good of a year this year. Like the beginning, maybe his debut was good, but like since then, he teamed with Pac, then Andrade. He's a pedo, ladies. Remember on Twitch, he said he had spiral tattoos. Yeah, like and he's getting over. And look at his face paint. He's got like no. He wears a headdress. All a of black his, eye. all of his stuff has been good enough to not even be questioned. Like. He's easily top 60, okay? I need help on the top 90 guys. I need, like, Moxley, obviously, yes. Uh, Kingston, yes, I know. I'm trying to, like, the Johnny Hungies, the Rick Boogs, the Cesaros. Like, these are the names that I need answers for because I can write hipster names, too. I can make a list of only Impact guys because I think Impact, Gino, back me up. Uh, wrestling promotion of the year, Impact Wrestling, am I right? 
Hell yeah. This entire 2021 was an amazing year, an amazing increase for Impact. Great year for Impact. I like Rich Swan now. That's how good Impact was. So I'm looking at names on the WWE side where I'm like, I like WWE and Ring of Honor, those are the names that I go, I don't know. Jeez. <laughs> That's going to be tough. I really don't know if uh, I know Cesaro had a title match, uh, but I don't know if he really won. I know Finn Balor had a title match. I don't know if he's warranted. There's like no way Cesaro or Finn Balor are anywhere in the conversation <laughs> or Boogs. Stop saying Boogs. You're acting like we're the hipster and you keep bringing up Boogs because he did the same fucking thing a thousand times. Like Bianca has to do now. Who is on the list? Oh, sorry, hipster name again, Gino. Gino's going to argue against Bianca. These are the slaps her, She slaps her butt every time, and that sucks now. And Boog's screaming was never good. I think we were hoping he'd somehow get Mark Wahlberg's voice in that Rockstar movie by the fourth month. And he just practiced too much, and it got worse. So no, no Cesaro, no Boog's. But uh, I guess those are the, we have to bring up shitty guys then, like them. Yes, thank you. We're on it now. Because, yes, I love, right, okay. I love Matt Cardona. I got it. I, I know. I know Hangman Page. What do you guys think about Darby? Like, no, obviously, these guys are on this list. I think Nick Jackson was a good one because I was like, what? Uh, you mean the Young Bucks? Like, no, Nick Jackson, there's an argument there. So I look at this WWE, and this is the show that we're the most critical of, obviously. We watched this Raw show. Like, last night, you had a great one, like Damian Priest. Like, his year, he had a Bad Bunny match. He won a U.S. title. Do we give a fuck? Like, it really is. Like, that's a great question. If I'm listing out 100 names of guys that I want to watch, is he on that list? Because, Gino, you remember a couple weeks ago, I even had to ask you, who's the U.S. champion right now? I couldn't even remember that he was a fucking champion at this time. So, like. Like, completely overlooked Dave Priest, which I understand. But again, since we're talking about this year, we're talking about like again these picks from WWE. Since you want to have WWE guys on this list so badly, we gotta have. Even though his undefeated streak is over, it's no more. Mansoor has to be on the list. Big money man, he has to be there. <laughs> Am I like? I would argue Cesaro had a better year though. Cesaro had the championship match at Backlash. He got to go 26 minutes with the champion. Uh, Mick Foley dropped down on his knees. Hunter Broken Skull Sessions and was like, Vince, where's, where, where's the camera? Vince, give Cesaro a chance. Like, I feel like Cesaro had a pretty kick-ass year. Manny, where's he at? Did he tear an ACL? Why have we not seen him in months? Well, again, you bring Cesaro. up Cesaro. Again, this is actually really clever. You bring up Cesaro. He's in a tag team with Mansoor right now. Cesaro oh. and Mansoor are together as a tag team. Well, Cesaro sucks and Mansoor doesn't, you know. It's that simple. Bleedy <laughs> turns into Triple H in the shower trying to get Cesaro to resign. You went 26 minutes with the champion, which, by the way, was four minutes overtime, and we docked your pay. You're an IP, and you'll do what we say and stop streaming. Cesaro fucking sucks. He had braces again. His shoulder tape isn't even his anymore. Sasha stole it. It's now Sasha's shoulder tape when she gets injured. So the one thing Cesaro had, Cesaro's section is now hook section. He doesn't even have a section anymore. So he did have that shitty match with Seth. Was that last year? When he ruined the Seth Rollins WrestleMania feud, or was that the year before? That was no, that was this past year. That was Cesaro finally got his singles victory at a WrestleMania, and it does feel like, yeah, what did he do with it? There wasn't much that he did with that. So I, I like, I just I'm bummed out because yes, it's so easy for like I could argue Will Hobbs is on this list. Like, there's so many other guys in AEW. Oh hell yeah, Bleedy. <laughs> See now you're not getting hipster. Will Hobbs is one of the best big men we got. He's a tier zero contract still, and Tony Khan's a racist. Oh, well, if, uh, clearly there's a diversity issue at the top. And uh, our best friend, Steven Larson, and the Enforcer have all argued, well, it's proof that they don't know how to book people of color. Rule Hobbs should be the champion by now. I've also heard Steven Larson want to make sure you're vaxxed. 
And if you're not, then what the fuck is wrong with you? It's so easy. You just have to learn. Ask your doctor. You know how people talk to you? That's how they do their show now, I guess. Oh, are you serious? They, the, I purposely was so excited to download, to hear them talk about Dark Side of the Ring with, with, with Tommy Dreamer, which is what it's called now, not the plan ride from hell. And they were like, you know, they were talking about Tommy's comments and they said, I will just say you need to educate yourself. And once Steve said that, I just fucking started cringing so hard. Oh, that's the most Steve thing I've ever heard. Even Larson hated that. Huh? <laughs> no, Larson's in on it. Larson's oh. the bigger nerd. Larson's the one who wouldn't go to uh, Bound for Glory with me and Steve. Because Larson was like, eh, I don't feel safe getting on a plane just yet, Steve. So, no. <laughs> Steve, is, Larson's the worst one. Steve is one, he's one Bud Light seltzer away from being a bra. So, Ladies, I'm, is it going to be DeSantis? Or is it going to be Gabbitt? Is that the guy from Abbott? Who's the guy from Texas? Who's your president next? Yeah, great. Black kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. Thank you so much, Auld Lang Syne, for this water break. Oh, my goodness. I think Greg Abbott is not running for president. I think that him in the wheelchair, I think that'll turn people off. And I think DeSantis is the sexier pick. He's a, he's more attractive. So I think that's where they're going. And I think Trump's Hold on, wheelchair. I smell a, a new deal, ladies. The greatest president we ever had can be in a wheelchair with this guy. Well, that was before social media. I bet half the country didn't even know he was in a wheelchair. Like now. Yeah, you're right. There's footage I have. <laughs> I saw it on YouTube. I watch it. I stream it. Uh, and it's uh, that guy, that's that FDR guy, and he's walking around on his leg stilts. And he's like, you know how, how funny that must look. And he always tried to hide it because you know how fake the liberals are. Yeah, you have to be perfect. You have to be Joe Biden at all times. All right, everything's got to look okay, but we don't know what's happening on the inside of that thing. Which president said I'll have those Edwards voting blue for 100 years? Was not Lyndon B. Johnson? Yeah, that was LBJ. That was the one that a lot of the liberals liked because he did have, I, I think he did have a Civil Rights Act that he had passed. So it was, oh, well, this is the president of progress, but he was behind closed doors saying, they're all voting blue forever. Increasing See, the welfare. He didn't know about thing. any of that, did he? Gino, did you see LBJ with Woody Harrelson? They made him look like a hero. I sadly never did see anything like that. I should like look back into history as soon as I can. But speaking of history. Gino, history, JFK oh died. JFK died, okay? The body didn't even make it back to Washington, D.C. before LBJ was like, no, I need to be sworn in as president right here. Left field, Dallas, Texas. President's dead body is in the other room. Swear, swear me in as president right fucking now. I'm and the I new president. I tried, Gino, in second grade when they made us watch a documentary about it. You were fucking dead then. These kids don't even believe in the Holocaust anymore. Gino, I'm going to go in squared circle on Bleedies' Discord, and I'm going to put JFK's fucking brain. And I need you to look at what you've been missing. By the way, Gino, name uh, 10 presidents. Why should I name 10 presidents? Why is this family not discussing Bleedies, that? get up the spreadsheet. We're going to do another <laughs> a game here. I bet you Gino can't name eight of them. No, Gino, you could do 10. You could do the song. We all learned the song in elementary school, and... Let me hit file new. All right, go ahead, Gino. Washington, Lincoln, Obama, Bush, Senior, Bush Junior. Hell Clint. yeah, twofer. Good call. Obama. yes. Obama's number three. I'm like Washington. <laughs> yes. Obama. Taft. There you go, Taft. I'll give it to you. Parts made Trump. in Japan says Washington, Lincoln, Obama. <laughs> yes, those three just back to back. <laughs> 
situation on fire, you piece of shit. We should beat the fuck out of you right now. Kennedy. Kennedy, that's a good call. Washington, Lincoln, Obama. It's right. just a perfect list right there. You got seven so far, Gino. You got seven. You can do three more. Joe Biden. Oh, my gosh. All right. He won. It's official, sadly. And fucking who else could we go with? Another Grova. good name on this perfect list. We got nine right there. We got nine perfect names. Got George Grova. You don't know any presidents. <laughs> we got to go with uh, Kerry was almost president. He lost. <laughs> oh, oh my God. I voted for him. I'm the worst. I'm yes, you know, did vote I, for John Kerry. I, I, oh, it broke my oh, heart. Catch when they the stole. buzz. Feel the sting. Thank you so much, Cassidy, for the chicken winner i appreciate that washington lincoln obama i love it fantastic gino and wait who is your 10th i gotta John think of the Perry. this is a perfect list of 10 john Kerry should have been president that election but he didn't just oh, like al gore should have been president the other election he didn't uh liberal thing i don't even name the guy who won that year he's so mad at him still he won't win with his name look at i already said the name i already said bush and bush jr Oh, yeah, he gave us a Bush Jr. He got a twofer. It was a good strategy by him. When you're not sure, just name both of them. Did you say Trump's dad yet? Trump's dad never became president. Oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. His daughter will. <laughs> Probably. Ah, uh, fuck, another name. I, I, God, I'm, I'm actually trying to keep this by heart. What the fuck the other? Another president off the top of my head. Jack Tunney, come on, an obvious one, Gino. What is this? WWE Preston, I guess that guy. Great is this. He's sitting there quietly looking up. Get your video up, what you think? I gotta Fuck. see what his hair looks like. I bet it looks like like static electricity. It just starts going up, like Back to the Future guy. Who was the second president, Gino? Is that easier for you? Maybe that'll help you. That's I don't all. remember who the I don't remember the whole fucking list of presidents. It's been the longest since I actually looked. Okay, well, well, who was first? Again, I already said Washington. All right, well, who's second? You already know the first one. Because know. that's like fucking been ingrained in my fucking skull from. Just say Chinese Andrew Chinese. Hamilton and get it over with you, fucking idiot. <laughs> Alexander Hamilton was not present, actually. Well, and also uh, that's why he's facing the opposite direction on the ten dollar bill. But also, Gino, who's the third president? He's more famous. That is true. He was famous, but you know, I gotta think of someone since I just remembered this video that I saw of his because he did have this video where he was holding a Guilty Gear advertisement. That is Bill Clinton. <laughs> Who was that? He had this fucking weird ass again. He had this advertisement for Guilty Gear that I remembered, and he said the uh, the tagline was, "Kill your friends with no, uh, what was it? No conscious, no." Again, he had this weird video where he was again holding. Yeah, a he's a weird gear. guy. He's... About being against video games because video games kill people. That was the bad thing from Bill Clinton's presidency. Yeah, <laughs> some people get to mingle with the elite, the powerful. Imagine being like the founding fathers. We're down here with the dregs of society hanging out with Gino every fucking day. I like Gino saying that Clinton hating video games was the worst part of his presidency. Uh, Gino, <laughs> who's, uh, who's on the $20 bill? The $20 bill? Keep hearing his fucking name off the top of my head. Jackson? Yes. Okay. Thank goodness. All right. You knew some guys. I give you a, a little bit of Let credit. A lot of recency bias, got to be honest. I heard Clinton. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like you were, you really, you named a lot of the presidents from when you probably were alive. You were like Bush, Bush Senior, Clinton, Bush Junior, Obama. I love that. That was a great answer. So yes. okay, uh, 
<laughs> Washington, Lincoln, Obama is my favorite my yes, combo. The perfect list. Perfect. Now, which one of now? Pre, which one of these guys is on the one hundred? You know, these are all great names you just said, but you yes. need to explain to me why. Uh, what's that guy you like named Lee Moriarty? Why is he on the one hundred? Now, sadly, Lee Moriarty's year was not as great. Get up, lady. Sacagawea is on the hundred dollar bill now. We got all the fucking white scumbags off there. Oh yeah, didn't we do something with Harriet Tubman? Isn't she on a bill now? Better be. <laughs> I believe she is. But here's what we got to talk. Since we're talking about the 100, we're talking about the last year, and a person who was able to make his year change to be for the better, had a great character change. This is a WWE guy. Since you want to talk about WWE, Cameron Grimes, Trevor Lee, being the man, the billion dollar man now. Gosh, it's so hard for me to argue. Like, cause now I love Cameron Grimes. But I also, like, it's Kevin Cameron Grimes, all right? Now, you don't like Cesaro. You don't like Finn Balor. You don't like Rick Boogs. I feel like I would not be able to sell you on a Cameron Grimes. Or is it the NXT shine? Is it easier to like an NXT guy because it's not SmackDown? Cameron Grimes is NXT's being desperate. He's the last left after the good indie guys went to the real uh, elite area of ladies. You know how Triple H was. And now somehow the Cameron Grimes wouldn't even cut his hair and he's somehow still around. So he's proven he's not committed and I don't like his new character. I know this isn't last year, but I saw he like broke a frame picture over Tony delight tonight. So uh, that's kind of affecting my opinion. I do like his promos though. I liked when he was a snake oil salesman, but I feel like that kind of changed rather quickly. Didn't it? Or was he doing that a long time before being, being a million dollar man? Well, when he became the rich guy, was, wasn't was that 2020 when it started? Because it was like the Dogecoin era when, when Dogecoin blew up and uh, crypto and GameStop stocks were going crazy. And all of that really uh, coincided with him taking some time off. So he, he got to come back as this new character. And I thought he did a great job. I love Cameron Grimes. But He's a bomb. He's everything you hate. He's smaller than CM Punk. No, that's the illusion. I feel like he's bigger. He's got a bit of a, uh, like a pudge. He's got a little bit of a belly. I think he won't. I don't know if he could compete in 205 Live. I think he's doing the Shawn Michaels diet when he got to the main roster. Like That's main. a great point. Maybe it's Million Dollar Man's bigger because he's from the golden era. So I got the different idea of his size. Like Dan Housenvliedis, who should be on this 100 if you ask Gino, because he's bigger. So if this Cameron Grimes is as big as Dan Housen, I'll think about it. I don't like Dan Housen. Am I crazy? I mean, he's a fun like meme, but I, I, I not a wrestler. Like not a wrestler. Is that is that a real one, Gino? Do you like his work enough to put him above a Darby Allen? Now here's saying guess above Darby Allen because Dan Housen. Again, people want to think like, oh, he's just a gimmick. He's just a meme. But that's the point. Above Obama, you need gimmicks <laughs> in wrestling like Dan Housen because. Again, like Santino got over because he was a gimmick. You need gimmicks that are comedic that can at least get people over. It can help them by again making himself and making them kind of make fools of them, but they could still look good and win at the end. You're, you're right. King Woods does need to be on this list. That's a guy I forgot entirely. Parts made in Japan says Shawn Michael, Stone Cold, Danhausen. Yes, that's a great call go. out. <laughs> that is an amazing call. Danhausen is in your squared circle on Discord. This is the match that's made me think Gino might have a point. Because I don't know. I thought like Orange Cassidy is, of course, a little bum ass guy who's on the 100, though. So keep in mind, that's a 100 member. Standing across from a guy who's bigger than him named Dan Housen. Okay. And you think Orange Cassidy is a slam dunk for the one, Hundy? Is that what I just heard you say? 
Oh, he has to be. He's a pillar. Oh, that's true. All the pillars automatically get on. We have to just we just forget to write their names down during uh, my brainstorm session because I completely forgot Sammy Guevara until we started talking, and then I thought, oh shit, like we're we're synonymous with Sammy. I feel Forbes wrote an article about all of us. So let's yeah, take Ross fourth hour. Says Denhausen drools. Seamus rules. Yeah, Shamo. What's wrong with Shamo? None of you guys seem to like Shamo anymore. I like Rich Holland, and I feel like maybe if he didn't get forgotten. But that's because Madcap Moss, who I'm writing down now, who I forgot about. Matt, well, that was day one. I'm not writing them down. Madcap Moss stole all of the Ridge Holland Thunder in one match at day one. And then Ridge Holland's been disappearing before and after that anyway. And also, Ridge Holland's better than Sheamus. So now Sheamus and Ridge can't be on, right? I think they're, well, I think Sheamus is on because of the match with Riddle where he gave him the, the bro kick at Mania. I thought that was great. Madcap is on the list anyway. You, you guys didn't like him anyway last year. Do I watch wrestling different? There's too many table nachos. I, I think you remember it different. Like when you're watching it, you know it sucks when those bad jokes won't stop. And even like the commentators, I guess they're supposed to hate him. And I, I don't know. Maybe you get the bit, but me and the dirt sheets are too Gino-like. But the bad jokes are too bad for him. To listen, be listen. Sometimes in wrestling, you have to have a gimmick that is funny and gets people over. Good, but the gimmick is not good with Mr. Madcap Moss. You're not understanding that. Yeah, he's Madcap hilarious. Madcap Moss thing is he can actually wrestle. We know he can wrestle because we watch NXT. I've seen Riddick Moss, who's amazing, and Davies ruined him by just making him a gimmick. He only barely wrestled until like the end of 2021. So we don't really have that much to go on for his wrestling. That's how great he is. He didn't even need to wrestle. He was a character. You just Dan House is not the best wrestler. We he's a great character, Gino. The character work's so important. You always preach this to me. That's why you're like, Frankie the clown is amazing. Like you have to have a character. And dude, Madcap, first of all, Madcap, that's that's it. The argument's over. His fucking name is Madcap. All right. I'm gonna hit play on this video. <laughs> Holy shit. Where do they record this, Hell, GCW. GCW. Okay, hold on. Oh, the hand bit. Oh! He's huge, Bleedies. This guy's Sting. He's massive. He does look bigger than when I last checked in. Holy cow. Is that the chant? Because you can't curse on TV. This you was got, on TV. I see a little vampiro. Maybe he does suck. <laughs> I've changed my mind. And Bleedies, I've come to the conclusion, all my Ridge Holland love can go to Sheamus. Sheamus is definitely on the list. I only like Ridge because of Sheamus. Oh, thank you so much. Parts made in Japan. I appreciate that, my good friend. Thank you, Ayako. Yeah, and Denhausen looked very big at the beginning. And I don't know if he was flexing in a certain way, but the more that he's like moving around, he looks like Orange Cassidy. Uh, and also Ridge, yeah, I'm not a big Ridge guy. I kind of liked him more in NXT. I felt like they were just desperate to get a big guy on SmackDown. And they were like, oh, Ridge is pretty big. Let's bring him up there. It almost seemed, Gino, wasn't he a heavy for Pete Dunne for like a month? And then they just he gave up on that? He was a heavy, like technically with like Dunne and the whole group that fucking, what's the, Pat McAfee tried to have. But then Ridge got hurt. So they just had to have Danny, Oni, Dunne, and Pat be in the fucking war games match instead of ridge ladies oh my god nxt black and gold we just opened up the forbidden door pete dunn write them down johnny gargano made gino cry in his wheelchair with that even the camera shot 
that sounded like the camera shot version of the promo that sounded like that video you were just playing. You couldn't even hear Johnny talk. Gino was crying to that. Johnny's on there. Uh, Tony Delight, obviously. He's not black and gold, though. This is an easy 100 now, and there's no way PCO's making it now. Yeah, and that's what I mean. When you really go through like the, the bubble that we live in with WWE, like there are so many there like we released eighty wrestlers, and I feel like eighty of those wrestlers could still be on this list, even with the ninety day non competes that we have to sit through. Like I and even guys who are still in WWE, Walter and Dragonoff had that amazing match. Uh there's guys like Adam Cole who didn't have to take any time off, got to go from NXT to AEW. Uh, D. Bry, what do you guys think of him? Do you think he's on the list? So yes, like absolutely, like there's so many guys because yeah, Gargano's a great call out. Um, I mean, uh, what about Dexter? What about a Dexter Loomis, Kevin? Is that somebody that has ever won you over? Oh my God, that was amazing when he made that painting. Tony Delight did. Did Tony Delight do the painting? I can't remember, but it was with Dexter, and then Dexter got his hand broken by the black guys. And that was like back when NXT 2.0 had promised. Now it's that Braun Breaker piece of shit. Tony Delight should have the belt. He should be a puppeteer like he was back then. Paying off the blacks to break the artist's hand. Did Dexter ever come back from that? But I think he should get on whether or not he did. Because I think he... I never watched enough to get sick of him. So I loved him. Yeah, and I think uh, a lot of the work he was doing with Johnny Gargano was very entertaining. The whole... Uh, you know, Indy Hartwell trying to in index, Gino, you remember index? Like, yeah, I think, I think Dexter Loomis had a pretty, probably his best year in WWE. Is that, is that safe? Oh, he had a wedding bleedies. He sucks. Never mind. Get him off. Oh, but wasn't that on the debut of 2.0? That was the main event. They were like, how do we do this? And that's how I got to meet Andre Chase, who I'm, who does this with me. He goes up and down. Sometimes I'm in love with Andre Chase and other times I'm just unbelievably like not impressed. But I think that the wedding was, I, I don't know, he did some things that I never expected, and he had some good matches along the way. So I would give Dexter Loomis some shine. I'd give Gargano some shine. What about a, a member of that little storyline? Gino, you might be able to speak on this one. Is Austin Theory even worthy of being talking? Like, get rid of recency bias with this weird main roster gimmick. Isn't his NXT work enough to get him on the list? Now, here's the thing. Yes, 2021, Austin was able to do a lot of good character work with him being the son of Jari Gargano, but also, again, having just great matches he was able to have. Singles man that he was, being able to just be a great talent wrestler. I would say Jari Gargano should be in that running, in that question for being in the top contention. Oh, the top I, yeah. Yeah. You think Gargano's in the top 10? Yes, Gargano and Austin Dirk. In the top 10 of all the wrestlers. Well, Jargon got it for sure. Austin Derry within the 100. Yeah. Okay, there you go. I was. I, well, I don't even know Gargano's top top 10. Uh, we got we got a Daniel Bryan. I even have Moxley pretty high up. I was shocked that you know what about Mox? Like yeah, duh. Moxley's top 10 like every year. All he has to do is uh, be on a podcast once in a while. Well, so, no wonder Gargano didn't come up yet. Gino just thought it was obvious. He's already it's like Obama. He's in the top 10. But through this conversation, Mandy Rose is on it. That night of the wedding, didn't she? Become a beautiful person. What was it? The wedding night, Gino, where we got to see Toxic Attraction really take over? Because Toxic Attraction has been the big standout of 2.0 for me. It might have been that same night. I don't remember if it was that night or the week Next before week. when Mandy got like her makeover. But since we were talking about NXT, as a lot of people should be at least the past, Isaiah Swerve Scott, his entire year 2021 was amazing until he got released in WWE when he got in the main roster push. And in that North American title match that you enjoyed, again, that big match where he sadly lost, 
wedding and amazing showing of Isaiah Swerve Scott to then eventually win the North American title from Bronson Reed. Yeah, I, I think even the release, you know, in a strange way, is almost like a poetic ending to his year. Like it really went from like I didn't I didn't get it. I kept saying, I don't get it. Why what are what's what are they doing with this guy? And I I, I think I found out or knew he was kill shot. I knew he was Shane Strickland, so because I remember just checking, like, who is this guy? And he won me over, and I think it was Stand and Deliver. I think it was that uh, North American tournament where they had him in, like, the final two. And he won me over throughout the entire year. I To to break kayfabe, I did not like Hit Row very much. I know that was, you know, oh, this is awesome. I kind of was on the side of Sammy Guevara. I was like, who's this big guy? Why does he need a chick? Why does he need a Shanti the Adonis? Like, he's perfect as a solo act. Why do we need him to be the Triple H of a new DX? Or uh, I guess the Farouk of a nation. But either way, I just kind of thought, he doesn't need all this shit. So I can argue, I can make an argument for Swerve. And Kevin loves his new name, Shane Strickland. What an He's white, white with it. He's a fucking Uncle Tom. He hates his own. Oh, there is actually another name he's going by for at least this new sh- this event he's going to, which is Swerve Strickland, but with three instead of the E, the first E for Swerve. <laughs> Swerve, put an F on there. And ladies, I do miss Swerve. So that must mean something like I, I hate the hit row stuff, but you guys all seconded that even if you just glossed over it, you acted like it didn't happen. You acted <laughs> like it was brief. No, it was like these awful offbeat verses that rhymed, but were like beat poetry, but not verses. And I don't know that should count against them. But at the same time, I want to put top dollar on. So if I'm going to get him on, we can negotiate and get your swerve on with him. And I guarantee Gino could argue for BFAB. Oh, I love. I liked BFAB a lot. I would put BFAB above Top Dollar and Ashanti the Adonis. Uh, but ultimately, yeah, I, I, I think that did contribute to. They brought the top. They brought the hit row thing up to the main roster, and even in NXT, it's not like it was around very long for them to really break their stride. Like Gina, how long do you think Top? I keep calling it Top Dollar. How long do you think Top Dollar Row was? Like on NXT before it got called up, didn't they? Wasn't there some time of just solo Shane Strickland before they tried this weird back? It was some time again. Like I think they started around when he won the North American title around that time, so around June of last year. See, we've thrown out so many names. I'm loving all the names that I'm seeing. Other names in the chat, we keep we keep missing. Uh, Dan Housen's getting a big push. Everybody seems to like him. Uh, Bill oh, yeah. Bill Clinton for 100, another good choice. Uh, yeah, it's just, yeah, I was going through literally, like the WWE ones are the harder ones for me because even now it's easier to argue for an NXT person, right? Like why why is that? Why do, like even I agree, like Cesaro, I forget he's with the company. I watched SmackDown and I forgot he was on it. Like it's just, remember they were really pushing for that Cesaro beat and even the Mansoor thing, I just, I'm so sick of this shit. And uh, Mustafa Ali, remember Crown Jewel? We were loving him. And it's all just kind of, I don't know, it's all forgettable. Like I, Hi, this is Stat Boy. <laughs> Thank you, Stat Boy. Stat Boy has to say to Gino that you're a fucking retard. It was May. That hit, <laughs> hit, uh, top dollar. Yeah, May of 2020. Master Sexy says, can we pretend Bad Bowens is real and put him top 10? Oh, Bad Bowens, my, what, he's probably top 80. I think Kevin even said bottom eight. Ca- uh, Max Caster, top eight. Uh, what about his boyfriend? What's the boyfriend's name? Michael? Michael could be top 100. Maybe. Maybe he could. But again, we got to keep going through these possible lists. And I'm trying to look in. Again, I'm trying to be now like 
who I kind of am. That is looking into New yeah. Japan. New Japan. Look into New Japan Pro Wrestling and look towards there. And again, since we did see all these great matches with him, could we see Suzuki as in this number 100? No, I doubt it. Because I, I, I think I've brought this up before. His matches weren't that great while he was here in America. Like even the Daniel Bryan one, I was fired up for that. It wasn't that good. His match with Josh Alexander, I think, was his best one. But unfortunately for him, I think he was kind of the victim of, oh, we're like it was so hyped that we're getting Suzuki matches in America in 2021. And I don't think it was better than Kojima versus Doring. Like that's, like that's. Uh, oh my god! Yeah, you remember wrestling completely wrong. First of all, we have multiple members of the TWFS 100 that are on because of their cultural impact, oh. i.e., Maki Ito and Suzuki came over and I. I guess there was hype, but didn't we miss it? Because I feel like the first time I saw the hype was that when he surprised debuted and everyone freaked out and were like, who is this guy? And then it was one week until the match, wasn't it? But the match was incredible. He KO'd Debray, and then we saw him at Wrestle Kingdom, which might have been last year, and that showed us that he actually is tough-looking on a webcam, like if you don't film it in HD. So this guy's, I found out, I didn't know who he was Mm. at the beginning of the year. Now I know he's a legend. Well, I knew him, and he didn't impress me at worth a dog shit this year. So I saw him at the Ring of Honor, New Japan, uh, Madison Square Garden show back in 2019. Gino was there. He, Gino, you were there, right? Weren't you there when Cass and uh, and Enzo hopped the guardrail? I was watching the event because, again, it was a big moment in New Japan, in Ring of Honor, being able to sell out the fucking guardrail. Weren't we there? I think we were both. Yes, we were both there. Good call, Gino. We were vaccinated. They let us go. And I remember seeing him there, and I thought, okay, this guy's interesting. I watched some of his stuff with New Japan, uh, enjoyed his work. Him coming to uh, AEW to have the match with Mox, you know, whatever, nine-minute match, okay. And then him having the match with Josh Alexander, Daniel Bryan, who did he? Didn't he fight Gresham? This is Staple again, you know. They had a Kevin was in Australia in 2019 when that happened, you know. Boy out. The shame that you missed it. But here's the thing: and as we were talking about, I believe they also had the tag team match Suzuki Goon, which was Suzuki and fucking Archer against Mox and Kingston, which is an amazing no DQ lights out match. Mm, I don't know if that was amazing. It was definitely on TV, and that was probably one of my favorite ones that he had. But like again, none of this was really like wow. Like it didn't. Like I would argue for Okada versus Jeff Cobb match of the year. I would I would argue for one of those guys before I would even think Suzuki. Like I forgot Suzuki would be considered for any of this stuff. Now, if he had hung around and won a couple U.S. championships, like you forgot about the greatest deep drive match of the year, (laughs) the one that wasn't never ending and actually had a finish we couldn't predict. We're sitting there watching this guy KO Debray at his peak. He knocked Debray's tooth out. The only guy that Debray didn't have a trophy to carry away from the match. And he came out no knee pads, ladies. <laughs> you love a no knee pad guy because you can see all of their quad. But I remember watching that match just like, this isn't good. Like It really felt like they were both. Uh, Debray smiled a lot in that. Good God. Having a great time out there, are you, buddy? So I don't know if there's little things like that that can really suck me out of a match. But, hey, we're, we're competing with SmackDown. I'm fighting against WWE and Suzuki tonight. I'm having fun. And that's all I got from that fucking dog shit match. So you guys, God forbid, can... we have fun on our show. We got to go out there and be robots. We got to get pied by Charlotte. Okay. Yeah, a little character work wouldn't hurt once in a while. And yeah, you know what? Maybe we do need more pie and Tony Storm. What do you think, Gino, on the list? 
Now, I don't know about Tony Storm. I think this year was not that welcoming to her, especially in Davey, but I think another name since we're getting on this train a little bit, Tanahashi had an amazing year in 2021 working here in the States, then going back to Japan because his short time States. he had here in the U.S. was an amazing year. Amazing time here in the States for Tanahashi. I don't know. Like, I love Tanahashi, but this is another one where it's like, I don't know if I could argue he had an amazing year. Like, it, all the new Japan guys had to wrestle in buildings where people weren't allowed to make sound. So it's kind of tricky to, to weigh what they're doing above. Like, Mickey James had a bigger year than Tanahashi. Now, maybe so. Again, <laughs> even though I think the emergence match that Tanahashi had with Archer, where Archer lost the belt finally to Tanahashi, was a big moment, bigger than Mickey James beating Deontay. Well, ladies, Mickey James is my tenth name. Ninth was Moose, so Mickey James is definitely on. So to say to say she was better than anyone doesn't take them off the list. That's hey, and that's fair enough. But I'm just pointing out that I don't think Tanahashi, like Tanahashi, is somebody that I can argue all time. Yes, better than Mickey James, but I'm not sure if I could argue Tanahashi better than Dewdrop. Like that- I don't even know who Tanahashi is, so this guy is not on the list. See, and that thing, that's the other thing is, Gino, we might have these guys that we see once or twice, and we're like, that was awesome. He had a match with Archer. We loved it. I loved Okada versus Jeff Cobb. Like, was, like, I need to say that more. And I really enjoy everything they did, but it's not like I can really argue. Like, that seems like it's a happen, like a one-off where, oh, I loved a Okada match. Not that I could say he had the uh, the year of all years, like a top 100 wrestler year. Right. Just like I sadly can't say that Kojima had an amazing year this year, but I could say with his match with Joe Doring made Joe Doring the better wrestler, and I think Joe Doring should be on this list. Well, of course, he's in VBD. At least there's songs on the list. Because, yeah, like uh, I, I, Joe Doring won me over. Not not to say he's on this list for sure, but I will say I went into like, who is this big kid rock looking guy? What, who is he? Why do I care? He was in all Japan. He's a, a a legend in Japan, which I don't know. Is that is that credible? A lot a lot of these like I hear Rene Dupree is a legend in Japan. Gino, is that is that true? I believe he is a living legend in Japan, just like Yuji Nagata. Is it just right. like Nagata? I've, He's right up there with Nagata. He's a legend, just like Nagata is. Is he up there He's with? Happy. Is he up there with Minoru Suzuki? Is he up, like I, I? I. I. That is a good question. I don't know if he's right up there with Suzuki. Might be up there with Nagata, but not up there with Nanoki. I put Nagata. Yeah, I put Nagata up there pretty high. So I, I don't know. Maybe Dupree is. Uh, maybe he's on the one hundred. When did that interview with Van Vliet come out? Was that this year? It might have been 2022. Oh, okay. Well, Kevin, write this down for next year. Rene Dupree and his new awesome podcast, Cafe de Rene, are 100% on this list. Gino, I found a new uh, – you remember Gunner or Jackson Riker? Yes, I do remember Gunner. Did you know he has a podcast? I did not know he has podcasts now. That's actually really interesting. I have a getter, okay? And that's you know that's for us rednecks who don't name Obama in our top ten presidents. And or at least presidents that we can think of off the top of our head. You never learned that song, Gino, that was like Washington Adams, Thomas Jefferson, Madison Monroe. (laughs) Yeah, you didn't learn Martin Van Buren, Harrison Tyler. You didn't learn that song, Gino? No, I never was taught that song as a kid. No. You were like uh, the oh. only song close to that was a Jonathan Colton song that I fucking heard about the presidents when I was oh, young. Okay, well, hey, you, you, at least you know Jonathan Colton did a song, but Riker has a podcast about God, and I was like, what? Like it was the most recent ones about Acts fifteen. They're talking about Paul, 
And oh, Kevin, I was so shocked. I was like, "What?" You must be no. You were ecstatic. Like you must have been elated. You were riding my high of Saray's flight back to America. Like this is your dream show, and I have nothing to watch. Maybe this will get me into Christ. Well, I was even like thinking out, like just like first of all, Gunner is somebody that yeah, I knew he served in the armed forces, but other than that, no, nothing else. I know he likes Trump. And for him to have this podcast, it was just this, what? He's so much more likable than I thought. Like, I kind of just thought he was a tough guy. I thought he was just a muscle guy and didn't really, like, dude, listen to him talk. He sounds like, he sounds like he lives next door. I love, I love Gunner now. Gunner and Murphy, greatest tag team of all time. Gino was right. And I like I couldn't believe it. So yes, Jackson Riker absolutely on the one hundred. Gino, is there an episode about reconciliation? Is that the pilot? Oh well, this most recent one that I haven't listened to all of it yet is about sexual immorality, and I don't know what that means all the way. But I hope it's something taboo. I hope it's something- oh, it's slut shaming for sure. <laughs> That's what we need more of, though. Everyone's like, no kink shaming allowed. It's like you know what. I don't need to know sometimes. Now, Kevin, we're all, we we know that we both love wax play, all right? But yep. not everybody needs to know that, Gino. That's true. Not a lot of people need to talk about this. But you know what we do need to talk about? It's again, do we consider on-air personalities or just like personalities on wrestling to be on this list? Because Don Callis, the weasel, the virus should be on this list. An amazing year he had with Impact with the Kenny Omega building up impact, helping impact for a short period of time. What's it, what do you think? What kinks do you think he's into though, Gino? Like that's really what I'm confused about. Like, I, yes, we can make an argument for him on the 100. If I knew more about his kinks. Well, ladies, there's that dungeon in Kenny's basement. Yes. And we got to see them working on some hardware down there. Remember when they were making a little chamber for him? So maybe he is a gimp. Gino, what do you Man, think? Fill me in. Works. I, I, we've not seen enough about the dungeon that they had where they were creating the bombs for that exploding match that didn't explode. Remember, he was like, 69 me, Dawn. Remember that? Do you think him and Kenny are into 69ing? That is possible. Just like anything's possible in the wrestling business. Do you not think Don Callis, do you think he's on the 100 greatest wrestlers of the year, though? Like, I don't know. Like I agree. Like Wrestling personalities, are they on this list? I just don't see... Because he kind of faded away in the middle of the year. He got fired also. That's not cool. He got fired from Impact Wrestling. knows about that, ladies. It was a fake cancellation from Dark Side of the Ring. But I think we take the sentiment of Don Callis and at least give it to Dan Lambert, who had a match. I know we kind of really tapered off, especially in 2022. But there was a time in 2021 where we loved Dan Lambert. He brought us Paige Van Zandt. And fuck, her and her husband might be on the 100 if we can keep PCO off. Yeah, well, it's definitely like when you bring up Dan Lambert, I get worried because then I have a feeling people think about the other two guys who are not on this yeah, list. They people, should. People think of Scorpio Sky and Ethan Page. By the I way, check this. Uh, Ethan. Do you know who am I? <laughs> I'm both of them. Ethan Page should be in the 100. That's Ethan Page just the greatest. No, nah, they were both terrible this past year. It was a rough this year. year was sad because we know that Ethan Page is good, but it's sad. We know that the North oh, is good. Speak up. Do you hear this guy muttering at you, Bleedies? This, what is the whole this? Reason well, no, he talks over me. Sucks. Yeah, he talks over me, and then when I let him go, then he's like, back down to here. Like, he's really excited to get in here, and then he's back down to here, Obama. It does happen, but here's thing. Since we're going on with this 100, I want to keep this kind of impact focused. So we got to have Wait, hold on. Josh we're not done. And- we're not done. <laughs> I know you like to hear what I say and then just move on, but, Gino, like, 
what's his name? Ethan Page. He's good in the north. I think if anything, he's convinced me that he sucks now. Like I really it really went from I really enjoy this guy's work as a tag team wrestler. I think him and Josh Alexander were arguably probably of 2019 or 20 whenever it was. They were Artsmate in Japan says how many more episodes until Vilides breaks John Cena's make a wish record. Oh, this Jericho, <laughs> but he ultimately, yeah, it's I, I think Ethan Page, if anything, has really confirmed that Josh Alexander is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. Yes, this did expose that Ethan Page may not be as good as he once was, and that Josh Alexander's be able to just carry this all the way to the top and be the top of impact. Until... Oh, Gino, Stat Boy told me that you need to speak up too, ladies. Is this fatigue, Gino? Like you just he's been powering down as the minutes go on. And this is him trying now to speak up and he's still dying. We're we're almost to the to the go home, Gino. You're very, very yes. close. Like I like there was no hashtags tonight. So I know that I was hoping I had you fresh. I took a nap. I got home and I was like, I just need at least thirty minutes to power down. And then I had a little pre workout and I'm here. So I, I'm sorry if this affected the schedule at all, Gino. Do do we need to switch topics? Do you want to talk about Season season two of Cowboy Bebop. Are you excited? It's not going to happen because it was canceled. Unless they did renew it all of a sudden now. Well, there's been petitions and there's been argu- there's been other studios who have expressed interest. So although Netflix has said no, we're done. Other people are thinking about picking it up. Good I think that. Gino wants to talk about the 44th president of the United States. <laughs> yeah, Gino. No, when it comes man. when it comes to Barack, what are your thoughts on that? Did you just hear that one of his DOD people got arrested? Listen, I did not hear about this, but I've, again, Barack just came into my head when I've ran listening about President Z's first. Of course he did, because the fucking media's in your head. The DNC's in your head. There, <laughs> your head ain't even your fucking head, kid. I didn't even realize. Right, that's good. Your I, perspective. Your perspective. Mine is all clean. Trump comes in my head the second I think of a president. Obama, uh, DOD Office of Inspector General, is sentenced to prison for bribery, defrauding federal government, Gino. Have you noticed something? Over the last few weeks, there has been a steady drip, drip, drip of indictments. No, there are not indictments and judgments against people from Trump administration. These are against people from Hillary Clinton's campaign and the Obama administration, Gino. Are these your people? Listen, I don't have people. I don't agree with anybody. Yeah, you like comic pizza, motherfucker? No one likes pizza. Pizza sucks. Pizza's bad for you. Why would you want cheese and bread? And that's why you go to Comet Pizza every fucking day, because it ain't about the fucking pizza, ladies. It's about the code words. It's about the hot dogs, isn't it? I had pizza for dinner. Matthew Lumho was a former... <laughs> Lumho. Is he on the 100, Gino? Matthew Lumho? Listen, he might not be, but Rosemary could be. He's only getting seven and a half years for accepting bribes and defrauding. That's nothing. That's what is that? Seven football seasons? He'll be out in a GIF. No problem there. So you think Rosemary's on the one hundred? She had a terrible year. She, she her year was not that great. So again, I was just trying to bring it back to the one hundred because really who should be on this one hundred is Diana Perazzo. She should be right there. No well. shit, Gino. We fucking know she got robbed by Mickey James. She won. And if you want to bring year. it back to the one hundred, Rosemary ain't the route. Yeah, and Deanna won Diva of the Year, which is an automatic uh, entry on. Like, even if we tried to argue that she's not on there, it's automatic. We don't have. We actually enter it into a computer like Jim Ross at UWF. So we don't actually have any control. The computer will automatically put her on there. So, yes, Gino, don't worry. 
Deanna is on there. Jordan Grace, that's a name you could have brought up. And I could have been like, oh, no, I don't know. She did kind of win me over this year. I've always been steadfast that I cannot stand Jordan Grace. I don't like this thick mama pump. Like, I'm buff, so I'm going to be like Steiner. Uh, I never liked well, any of that. With Steiner. Also, that's why she's being like Steiner because Steiner endorsed her and they were together as a group. Yes, competing. but that was like, what, 2019 or 18? So she has to keep it going. Well, no, just, no one else can keep it going because Scotty got hurt when he last was an impact. Yeah, but if I watched, I, but I didn't know that until months after I heard the sirens. I was like, what the fuck is this? And then her matches weren't very good. And then they gave her a little bit of a character when she was losing. And Rachel Ellering was like, you can keep going. You're going to be great. And then they had match of the match of the night against Faya and Flava, which shocked me. I thought, why is this the match of the night? This must be a terrible show. I bet Moose is going to get screwed in the main event. So, Yes, I could argue for Jordan Grace. Gino, is she on the 100? I believe Jordan Grace should be on this 100. we got to have 100 names. Jordan Grace has to be at least one of them near the end. Because, yeah, suddenly I'm already looking. There's like 90 names. So I'll put Jordan Grace. She's on this. I'm gonna Well, s- the computer just told me that Rachel Ellering and the Jordan Grace suck. <laughs> well, if the computer is not a fan of Rachel Ellering, there's no way. That it's going to like Jordan Grace. I'm not a Rachel Ellering guy, though. I would argue against her being on the list. I don't think. I know the last name, ladies. Is that the daughter of the guy? Yeah, that's the daughter of the guy. That's actually her gimmick. They call her the daughter of the guy. Oh, my God. (laughs) I love it. That's better than Hot Mess. And she's hotter than Hot Mess. I'm on Google Image, please. Is that lying like it did about Tessa? No, well, Gino's a big... I remember one time asking about Touchamania 14, and he was saying that Rachel Ellering does it for him. And I thought, really? Like, out of everyone on Impact, like in a world of Deanna's and Mickey's, and I forget who else is on the roster, it's like Kiara Hogan. Like, um, throughout that entire rota, what's her name? Tennille Dashwood. There, there were some interesting choices, and he was like, Rachel Ellering, obviously, right, Gino? Well, Gino and I are star fuckers, and this is Paul Ellering's daughter. Yes, that means Paul she has a little bit of L-O-D in her. Gino. Sorry. <laughs> since we are star fuckers in that way also, Kevin, if I remember correctly, she is also with Chris Hero. Oh. Or Rich Legend. Oh. Thank you, Gino. So again, we're all connected to Ring of Honor. We can that go back to Ring of Honor and Who's Let you fuck CM Punk. What the fuck? Yeah, who's Chris Hero? You mean Cassius Ono. Okay, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh, no. He might be on the list. I love Cassius Ono. Remember him in NXT UK? Remember NXT UK? He was great. He was. Again, that was the one of the big shy moments was NXT UK was Cassius Ono and fucking my guy Dan Matha. What about A-Boy? A-Kid's okay. <laughs> you don't think he had a year, huh? You didn't enjoy him versus... Not this, this year, I don't think it was A-Kid's year. More like Pretty Deadly's had a good year. What about and Tyler had, Bate? Uh, Tyler Bate also had a good year as the uh, Heritage Cup uh, champion. What about... uh, uh, What's the pop punk guy? Mark Andrews. What about him? He's great. Did he have a... I don't even remember if he wrestled much of this year. That's it. I need to like look back. He had, a black, he had a new gimmick. He came out with like a black and white video thing. What's it called? Sub, uh, yeah. Subculture or something stupid. Uh, it was, it's awesome. So, okay, Gino. Uh, other names just before we go. Other names that I wrote down that we have not discussed. W. Morrissey. What are your thoughts? I think he kind of proved that he could be a top guy in Impact. But I'm just worried that he's... It's like an NFL situation. Not for long. It does worry me, like, because again, he's proving that he can be a great top singles guy. But again, in 2022, we're going to see how long this lasts. For 2021, I do feel his year was really good. 
and he could be up there on this 100 just like our boy Chris Bay should be in the top 100 being in the Bullet Club. Yeah, I mean, I feel like the Bullet Club thing dragged him down a little bit. I, I like, I liked X Division Chris Bay, and then once he started hanging out with the Bullet Club, it kind of felt like they were just desperate to throw a T-shirt on him. Hey, we need somebody to be a, like a surrogate for the Bullet Club in in America. Let's just have it be Chris Bay for some reason. It almost didn't fit. I liked Jay White being there to crown him as a member of the Bullet Club, but Jay White, by the way, is he on this list? I do feel 2021 was a really good year for Jay White. I was really following strong. Oh, what's that Gino voice, ladies? Where was that coming from? I do feel like it was I love that. I love Jay White. I didn't follow Discord just sucks. We already know this Discord. Oh, no, that was your voice. Thing. That Gino might kick my ass. That's like the Gino I want now. Do that again. I do enjoy. It's a terrible program. No, I see. I love all the play. Like Kevin and I have been using Discord for like four years, and it's been fantastic. And like Gino gets on, and suddenly there's issues with it. And that was the problem last week. That was the only reason you and I were arguing. Gino was it was Discord's fault. Like oh, that was the reason why we were arguing that because I was comparing PCO to Sting. No, you know Discord would just happen. That wasn't even Discord. I know what you sound like. I know what sound is. I wear these headphones like thirty hours a week. I know what I heard. And that voice was good. That was a great voice. That's good. Thank you. That's saying Chris Bay. Yes, Bullet Club was not like the best. Say it the other way. (laughs) But we had a great moment for PC with Chris Bay being in the Bullet Club. And yes, this year they then had him with Tickalea, which was not a great moment, not a great run. But they're slowly, they're bringing back just folks on X Division. So we are going to at least continue on that. So I do feel with the first half of the year where Bay was focusing on the exhibition then being in bullet club was fine i thought it was a good year for bay bay could be in the 100 i don't know if i give a bay in the 100 i feel bad because i like chris bay i think 2020 was the year of bay where him and ace austin and josh alexander made me love wrestling unless that was last year but it it just feels like such a blur for my friend chris bay i have almost no bay gonna get on the list Uh, isn't there a couple wrestlers that died we can put on to be nice before him is chris bay the guy macklin lost to no well trey well yes right no trey miguel is the guy trey miguel i think we you could argue had a better year but even miguel's year wasn't fantastic when did he have the feud with sammy callahan let me check for you rick Rick. thank you so much that boy get on that when did we have (laughs) that match when was this Gino, give us an update. What are you typing? Which website are you on? I'm checking right now when Chris Bay versus... He types know. real slow. You just hear one keystroke. Yeah. Versus... Come on, Gino. Make 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 the search at least a little suspenseful. It was Rebellion of last year. Oh, what an amazing program. Sammy Callahan's on this list for sure. Yes, I do agree with that. Sammy Callahan should be on there. The amazing program they had together. And also like him being in that world title match. With Kenny, remember? Is Rich Swan on this list? He could be. I feel he could. I don't know. What about Kevin? What do you think about Rich Swan? Sammy Callahan's a fat fuck who lost to a girl. Rich Swan's a joke, ladies. You said he's the reason Impact sucks when he was the big debut the night. Didn't the Good Brothers come out later or that night? But Good Brothers before Rich Swan. Yes, that was a rough night for me. But that was in 2020, right? Or was that this year? Where they were advertising like, oh, EC3 is going to show up and the Good Brothers will be here and we're going to have a stacked Slammiversary. Who's the fourth man? And then Rich Swan's music hit and then they were they pretended like I've been watching Impact for months. Like they were acting like this event wasn't going to be something that WWE fans were checking out. That's why they 
were advertising it with WWE people. And then Rich Swan came out, and I was like, oh, what a bummer. And then EY came out, and it was like, all right, I guess that's kind but of You exciting. have been loving Rich Swan recently. So is Scott Demore Booker of the Year? Has Scott Demore turned it around? Has Rich Swan become a top 100? I don't, yeah, I think so. I think his, him as world champion did not work for me because he couldn't cut a promo. And I almost, I, I think I texted Gino the other night because Rich Swan was cutting a promo and it was one of the worst promos I'd ever heard. But I started to realize maybe he's doing this on purpose. Maybe he's one of those guys where he knows he, or maybe he's so good at cutting promos, he's being super wacky and Rich Swan. Like it was really bad. And I think that that's probably on purpose that it would be that bad. It's all, I remember one time you were talking about Jeff Hardy and you were saying like, how in this 20 year career has he not figured out how to cut a promo? And that's how I feel with Rich Swan. Like he's been around long enough. He's has to have done it at some point. So Gino, is it on purpose? Does he, does he talk that stupid all the time? I do feel after I've like followed Rich for a minute, it's part of what he's now made as his character. It is now completely on purpose and himself. Since we're talking about that, yes, Chris. It's a black thing, Gino. He's fucking jiving. And ladies, you finally got me back to SmackDown talking about boogs again. Rich Swan is not on the list, but Jeff Hardy? You brought him up? Rey Mysterio now? Dominic? I mean, if Rich Swan, we must be talking about the 90s. Rey Mysterio and Dominic before him. Uh, yeah, I would agree. I agree. Ray, I would even put Tez. Are we getting Tez on there? I love Montez Ford. I think there's a lot of guys in WWE that for some reason, when I want, when like when we. When you think of the, the upper guys, I guess it's Cesaro an upper guy, but it just doesn't seem like I can make an argument for Cesaro other than, well, he had a main event. Like, I can't do it. Like, at least with Dominic, I could kind of point at some of the stupid things that made me laugh throughout the year. But in Jeff Hardy, obviously, he belongs on all the list. Matt Hardy, I would even argue, belongs on the list. But it's just, it's so... Big money, the guy who had an awful feud with Adam Page. Adam Page couldn't even save it. Put Brian Cage on then, if that's your criteria. <laughs> Look, Brian I've... Brian, I played the game with Brian Cage. I went to his Instagram. He he probably is on this website I'm on right now. We love Trump.com, which I did not know was a website. And Brian uh, Cage is one of us. He takes naked pictures of his wife on OnlyFans. This is important stuff he's doing for the industry like Gino would appreciate. We're him on OnlyFans. Like, we are PVZ's husband. And PVZ goes on if any of these other names are going on. What we found out tonight, ladies, is we're miles away from finding the 100 and getting it in order. I thought this would be a, you know, snap our fingers, get together, then wipe our hands clean in one night. But we might be talking about this for six months. Oh, I think there's there's endless debate because everything's critiqued differently. Like if we came out with a, some sort of a grading system, if we went on cage match wrestling or whatever, because I know Gino even was, when he was making the Cardona argument, he was saying, well, Matt Cardona had 56 matches. Adam Page only had 31. Like, there was a criteria he was trying to apply. So I think if we were able to do that with this, it would make it easy and fast. See, I think we would have more of a star system. Like, we would have, like, almost like WWF Warzone back when Gina was dead for PlayStation 1. We'd have, like, Charisma, give them one through five stars. Categories for each name. And then the people's data, we could feed it to the computer. Stat Boy could relay it to us, and we don't have to do nothing. Yeah, I think if there was some sort of a – like, even if we set the – because we'd have to set a bar. Like, Roman would be a five-star. He's in God mode, okay? He said that on TV, and it didn't offend me. So He also said the N-word on TV. Isn't that cool? Did what? he do that? He said nigga under his lips. Oh. Didn't hear him. You know. 
Gino. And and that's even on their fucking Twitter page. If you well, look it up on their Twitter video, before he says I'm a god, but he says you've been sleeping in a rock. You know. I heard you say Nagata earlier. You've been dropping end bombs all fucking night. And this Hearts ain't cool no Japan more. says well. Yes, see, Roman's Whoa. a prop. He's, he's, he's free to say the N-word wherever he wants. Yeah, he's Roman's in God mode. Like, That's awesome, Gino. Why are you saying it like it's a bad thing? He's in God mode. He just says things like that. He, dude, this is incredible. I was at a barbershop, Gino. For some reason, literally only white people can't say that word. I was in a barbershop with black people, Mexicans, and Asian dudes, and they were all throwing it around. And me and the other white dude were just kind of like, Ha <laughs> ha! We were like Ethan Page. Ha <laughs> ha! We didn't know what to do. We were surrounded by people chucking that word out. It was insane. And then one of them was like, "Did you guys hear Roman Reigns say it?" Ha <laughs> ha! So yes, Gino, he's on the one hundred. And we don't say it because we don't feel like it. If we wanted to say it, if white people wanted to, it'd be our word in ten seconds. See, Gino. It could be, but again, we almost have this list almost done. I feel like we have. Sammy what do you Callum, not like about Callum Roman Reigns? That seems like a big thing I get from you too. Is is it just because he's the most mainstream? You don't seem like a Roman guy. Listen, I'm a fan of Roman's work in ring. His again, his character work. It's fine. It's pretty oh. much. It's starting at the same. It's pretty much the same promo. Almost. It's like my it's favorite thing. Still. Yeah, it, honestly, it's like my favorite thing about him. Matches or whatever. Like when he comes out and talks, and he's so condescending. And I say this a lot about other like companies. Like if you just having that one guy on top, like Moose, Moose does this pretty well too. Like just having that one guy that poo poos the entire thing, but is credible, it goes a long way. So for a Moose, for a Roman, even though I'll throw it out there for a Kenny, kinda Kenny Omega didn't really pull this off, but I, I think like it just works for me. And yeah, I'm loving. I loved Roman's year. I think he had the best year out of all the years. And I'm a fan of The Rock and AJ. So, yes, this is important. And, yeah, it does seem like whenever we talk about who had the best year, you don't want to admit Roman at all had a good year. Roman, I can admit, had the really good year. Again, the entire thing from WrestleMania onward, and Dale Bryan had an amazing feud. That even Bryan was able to like, have some really good moments on talking smack, talking shit to Paul Heyman. Yeah. That, was one, that was one episode, wasn't it? They've had, like, two, I believe, in the build-up before. You love him talking about the the part-time schedule on Talking Smack. Like, it wasn't that impressive. It was was funny because, at least to me, because, again, Paul Heyman was with Cesaro, and Cesaro was there. So they were like, you didn't do shit with Cesaro to help him, but you were helping Roman. Gino, say faggot again. That was funny. What was that slur he said? He said the (laughs) N-word. I didn't say anything. It was because Roman said something. You know, it was all about Roman. Yeah, quote him all night. Not going to quote that racist that he is roman should be saying that Samoans can Samoan. say it you're racist for calling him racist you know oh my god of <laughs> color you know you're not of co- i'm so sorry everybody i'll put a trigger warning at the beginning i didn't know this would happen um this i really do apologize to the people because we've we heard roman say what he shouldn't have said it on television we're gonna and have- remember this isn't the trigger warning we used last week the suicide one this is the faggot and N-word one. Yes, Gino, we need to watch our language, okay? And we're not allowed to accuse other races of being racist when we're white people. Aren't you paying attention? I, I need to pay more attention to society, sadly. So, again, I wasn't paying attention, but what I am paying attention to is Kenny Omega's amazing year that he had that he should be in the 100. You know, you're on the list. Are you Scandinavian? What's your heritage? Yeah, what are you, Gino? Good question. 
This is a great question. I actually have not done the whole what's it called fifty fifty or whatever. I need to actually go through that shit to see You're how my bot. You don't even know. You have that's why he has no identity, no pride, no purpose. He doesn't even know what he is. Cheeto, what do you think you are? are you like what? What's your, like? I know your name. It's a pretty white name. But are you like yes. English? Are you what is what's in there? I believe it is like kind of German, some oh. Russian. I know I have some Native American from my grandfather's side, from Hell my yeah. mom's side. So you're pure evil. It's all the evil shit. Yeah, you know, like as people should be. I'm it's Italian, pure. motherfucker. What's up now? Good for you. You're only part of the evil. You're only part of what created evil. Well, no, Gino, really was Germany and Russia, which is what we should. Gino, did you go? To, what was the last time you went to the barbershop with the boys? Because I realized I went to this barbershop on Saturday, and it really is an eye-opening experience. Like, because I sometimes I just go to great clips or sport clips, and just have somebody cut my hair, and you know, oh, we're great. That was that was nice. The barbershop is like an experience. I'm learning. Like, you really go there and you see every aspect of Americana. This homeless guy walked in and grabbed a seat, and one of the guys was like, "You need to get lined up, bro." And he was like, "Yeah." And they're like, "All right, I'll do it in a little bit." Like, they cut the homeless guy's hair for free. So it was this weird place where it felt like I was surrounded by a, a bunch of tough Latinos. And suddenly it was like this nice little, ch there were kids there. We were watching world star hip hop videos with half naked women. And they were all saying the N word. So yes, you know, when was the last time you were at one of these barber shops? I don't remember. Like if I went to an actual barber shop, I went to like a kind, not entire great clips, but another kind of smaller chain. I believe it was of, uh, hair cutting because I needed and wanted to actually get a straight razor shave and not a lot of places do that anymore. Oh, Gino, you should go to my place, 2020 Barbers. And also, I can tell you haven't been in a while, Gino. We need to get you to a barber shop and you can realize there's other men out there being super macho. I think He's scared to death, Felides. And plus, what's he going to waste his money on? Think about it. That shit costs money. That's why I do it at home. Gino has to do it at home. Is he going to ask for a spiked haircut when he goes in? Yes. Thank you. Amazing choice. Or get a Costanza. Gino, you can rock the Costanza by now. You can at least have them trim that back part for you. Or maybe even do like a zero fade. So it goes from like zero. You don't have to pay for those, Bleedies. Like, you're such a normie. It's sickening. That's like you're still in part of the kayfabe world where you're like buying haircuts. Me and Gino are light years ahead of you. We've lived a thousand lives. And we're after like the meta stage of like, what are we Am I Italian, Scandinavian? That's his side. Why do we exist? That's my side, you know? Yes, that's very important to figure that out. But then what do you do with the results? I'm out here getting the results. And I and look, I under, I love the argument, too, of like it's like the haircut would be a normie thing. I'm even taking the normie thing to the next level of normie where I want to go someplace to get it. to like I need to get a haircut and an experience. I got to go to these barber shops. They're, like I like I go to the, the great clips and the sport clips, and you just have some chick cut your hair, and it means nothing. I go to these barber shops, and you are surrounded by toxic masculinity, and it's so awesome. It's so fun. There's dudes who are not supposed to talk the way they are, and it's fantastic. I think it's important to not only get this haircut, but this human interaction. But I, do you think the world star hip-hop infecting the culture is important and you laughing about it? Yes, I love to laugh about it. And I constantly do. I, br I bring it up to everybody in there. I always say, why didn't you guys tell me if we got guns and a stack of cash, we could be famous? Because that's all it takes is just to get a gun, stack of cash, and then to go, I got something on Wednesday. I got something on Wednesday. I think we could make an awesome song, Kevin. You have Charles. You have Charles Hamilton this Friday. Ask him if we can do a mumble rap song for him. I'm scared to death, <laughs> ladies. We're on opposite paths. 
You're over here getting your nails done like Vince with your haircut. And I'm building the realm. I'm going to start growing my tomatoes. That's step one. Yeah, I hear. Well, Brady, Tom Brady's all into growing his own food. He doesn't trust food, I hear. It's like, no, it comes out of my garden, okay? That's why I'm in such great shape. That's why Split I'm... Master Sexy says, Gino, go kick some gangsta talk with the homies. Yeah, see, me and Rizzo, we go to the shop, my friends. Yes, I agree, Kevin, where I am, like, out here, and I do need... I rely so much on face-to-face -face human interaction because when it was lockdown quarantine, I was, I was like you, like Gino, like... Uh, Charles Hambino, whatever. Like, I was so all over the place. And now that I'm outside again at the barbershop, it does change me. It makes me outside. You're just, I'm even thinking, of like, can I grow tomatoes inside? <laughs> and then I was like, if I can do that, I'll get one of those little greenhouse things and I'll grow weed too. Go so on, I'll catch the buzz, it. feel the sting. That would be, oh, thank you so much, Spliff Master. Yes, Kevin. You, well, you could be like the Martian, you could just pretend you're on Mars. And yeah, you can find a way to grow your own potatoes, your own tomatoes. And while you're at it, they have sun lamps. You can figure that out, a humidifier. I'm sure and there's I haven't a way. Seen a I'm sorry. I haven't seen a bug in over a year. And if I just spray a bunch of that lizard spray I got, I bet they'll never come back. No, there's no fucking way they're ever walking. They're never setting foot in there ever again if that's the case. So I, I, I actually like this new idea. But I do want to add, before we go, Kev, you have, what are you going to ask, like, Charles Hamilton? Like, this seems like such a huge moment for you. Like I, I only know him because of you. So you're, you're his greatest marketing team he's ever had. Cause I know people that don't know who that is. So, and I'm like, Oh, I thought you liked rap. I thought you liked hip hop. So do you already have like a line of questioning or are you just kind of just oh, bleed? I got like 10 fucking pages. <laughs> I'm not go to any of it though. I don't even know where to start. Well, I think the light idea is just to talk about wrestling, you know, the basic thing we do. And Gino's all wanting to ask him about impacts so and where I'm going to mute Gino probably. We don't need to hear about Mid Cardona Friday, Gino. But uh, I'm sure we'll get pretty deep about uh, we'll use Gino as a vessel to bring up the dark sides of our lives. I don't want to get specific and make them uncomfortable, you know, because Jake Roberts didn't want us to even ask specifics about his life. I imagine Charles, fresh off of his year he had, doesn't want us to be like ask about jail or anything. But I mean, my mom died. I bet that'll come up. His did. Gino's mom's still alive. We'll be mad about hey, that. What? So it, it, I don't know. It'll have to be in the moment. Thank you, Fat Mark, for the sub. And it, and well, I even loved. I even think the RVD interview where you guys uh, smoked weed at the end. Is this going to start with weed, and then there's going to be a weed like a buzzer in the middle? How does that work? I think maybe at the end we'll have a weed time right after I ask him to send me Ross so I can mix his music. Ladies, I'm a star chaser first, host second. Star chasers are Charles Hamilton fans. You don't even know that. I bet this is what the whole interview would be. Just meet school and Gino. You don't even know what this song is. You don't even know what its sample is. You, know the, you don't even know this sample, Gino. The sample of Loser. You don't know the lyrics to the second verse. So it'll, uh, who knows what, what it'll end up being. Also, Charles might just show up and talk like Gino. And, and then I'll have to go down to that level. So <laughs> I don't know what the energy will be. I don't, again, I don't want to make him uncomfortable. So I can't force Scampoli energy. And you know how awkward Scampoli energy can make anyone. Well, and I even listened to, I think, an interview of him on Jim and them where he was not, he didn't interview with Jim, but it was like he was talking about Sonic or something, Sonic being real, like Sonic the Hedgehog in real life or something. Like so. Oh, I love the philosophies. I'll definitely have to get into some of that. Because, yeah, he, that, he has a lot of concept tapes and he gets a. a those, oh, God, please don't get me started. <laughs> so, yeah, I want it, we got to get into some of the philosophies he has, you know, about the woman. Being God because her vagina is pink and pink is the color of life. 
and sonic speed, supersonic ladies. Is this, I forget. There's all this stuff. I use, I'm gonna have to study back up on all of the uh, lore. This is exciting. This is a big deal for like all of us. I feel because yeah, waterworks. I remember it was just on your YouTube channel. There was just like it was like you had like your editing software up, and that was the song that was playing, and you just had the song on there. I didn't know why it was there, but I listened to it like a lot. And why? What YouTube channel had that? It must have been the, the We Hit and Run channel or one of the Coward Brothers. <laughs> one of the channels had that for sure uh but i did sit there multiple times just listening to the song and it had a little it didn't have you with the umbrella did it that would have been way in the future i don't know oh, that's white sex singing ladies gino doesn't even know about that no gino knows Gino, you're a big fan right i'm the one who keeps on fucking pushing for you to play genesis you're a fucking do coward i know about white sex See? you know about genesis that I can tell you, get just as you found, like, you, someone messaged you that on Twitter. It said, here it is. You found it. Then you never played it on fucking live on Trova. God damn it, Gino. You still yell at me in an indoor voice sometimes. Mike steals on that track, ladies. Genesis is okay. I don't know. I don't think I even have the file anymore. Oh, it's got to be somewhere. I, dude, I might even have it. But yeah, there, there was definitely that, that whole mixtape was fantastic. And then. We were going to get more, I felt. I felt like you were just in a, in a, in a mindset of making awesome songs with Charles Hamilton beats because there's more than just the ones that we got. So I know we're getting... Oh, we got tons of ladies. We, then we got White Sex Sings Cuddy. We got London Skyping. We got too much White Sex. We got... Oh, I already said White Sex Sings Cuddy. Well, yeah. Well, and that's why we're... I feel like maybe what you and Charles could get on songs together. That's where this is leading is what I think is we're going to be able to hear you finally oh, with your it. hero. We were we have too much pain. I don't think a track could handle it. It would be sad, but it would be very like it would just be interesting for me to live that because I need to hear it. But I have it right here, so we're gonna ride off into that glorious sunset to the Book of Genesis because I do have it because I'm a tr I'm a hashtag true white sex fan. I have everything on my old iTunes because it's an, all on this external hard drive. So I have the songs. Gino, just message me. Maybe I'll send them. But I think we narrowed it down. Baron Corbett is in the top five. Uh, Mad Cat Moss makes the list. Can't believe you guys are over here like, well, he did have a good year. Come on. Uh, Mox might, might make it. Good call out. You're both. I heard all the arguments. We'll have to narrow it down tomorrow night because, Kevin, we're live tomorrow immediately following Dynamite. Did they announce anything for Dynamite? Cody's back, right? I hope so. I better. I hope Rosario's back, and I hope Gino's back tomorrow. I do apologize for Gino's language tonight. I know we don't speak that way, ladies, uh, but we know, also know Gino will never apologize, so we'll do it for him. And Gino, I do think uh, you you owe the people an apology, but not at this not at this juncture. I think you need to educate yourself. I do think there needs to be some time spent away, but you can release a statement on on uh, what's your show called, Gino? Aren't you doing a Thursday show? I do not have any show right now. I'm just here in the moment with both you guys being the third man, just discussing all of this. That Mark wrestling. says, Goddamn VLDs, how are you so beefy? Oh, I'm just beefy, dude. I'm just to, I'm being beefy constantly, and I feel like shit today, so it's like rough. I, I wanted to go work out on my lunch, Gino, because I've been able to do that lately. It's been so great. Like, you just squeeze in a half hour lifting sesh in the middle of a work day. But today, I had to go get a fucking money order. Uh, which is some of the dumbest shit I've ever, like, so I have a Chime account, Gino, you know this, and my my son's school only accepts check, and they don't have checks for Chime, so we set up an ACH direct payment, and it didn't work, and we're like, well, it's not on our end, it's on your end, so instead of 
them like, oh, we'll run it again. They didn't want to run it again because I guess it charges them for failed ACH deposits. So I'm like sending her screenshots like your money is in this account. Here's how much money's in here. Take it. And she can't. So she's saying, we're going to charge you a $35 late fee, but we need the money today. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like we gave you the money. So I had to go to Kroger, right? You know, you know, I hate fucking Kroger because this is the pandemic and they have one employee and I, I'm waiting in line. I'm like ninth in line, taking a half hour of my lunch already. I get to the front. Guess what, Gino? What? The what fucking happened? money order machine's broken. So now I got to go to Walmart, which they have a big counter. It's all green and beautiful money services. And I go to there. There's no line and no employees. I'm like, what the fuck? Does anyone work here? So I'm like looking around like, hey, anybody, why is there this big fancy counter with no employees? And then finally someone walks by and I go, excuse me, I need to get a money order. And they go, oh, you got to go over there. So I go to this long ass returns and refunds line and they also do money orders over there. I'm like eighth in line. I get to the front. Guess what, Gino? It still doesn't work. It doesn't works. fucking work. And I'm like, she goes, I got to reboot the system and that might take up to 10 minutes. And I go, well, I'm not driving anywhere fucking else. So reboot. And then it only took one minute, so fuck her. She ended up getting me my money order, and then I had to drive to the school to to drop off the money orders, and I, I, I loved complaining about, you're charging me $35 for something on your end. This is your issue. Enjoy the donation. Spend it well. And then I went back to work. You know, I took an hour and a half lunch and didn't even eat food. Oh, my God. Listen to this normie, Gino, <laughs> getting distracted by the petty, temporary kayfabe shit that the government puts in front of them. See, Gino, our mortality isn't going anywhere. That's a problem we can't solve and we can't complain about because there's no solution. So we don't have distractions like Bleedies does from it, do we? That's true. We don't have any distractions with us having a family and us having children. We're just here in ourselves, in the moment, in our own heads, stuck there with no real escape. See, and then when you're stuck there, what I did, because I was you guys not that long ago, I got out. I left. So I agree that guys like Gino, Kit Cuddy, Charles Hamilton. Yes, I agree. It's easier to be in the head. We're at me and Kit Cuddy. You want me and Gino to be stuck in line with a machine that has to be rebooted? Yes, me and Kit Cuddy are living our lives. We're on tour. We, we, you can't erase me. We're doing those songs now. We're not deep anymore. We're doing those songs. We're talking about. Jonathan uh, Davis and I are more studio workers right now due to quarantine and our ex-wives dying. So we're in a different mental state than you and Kid Cuddy at the moment. I'm on a big corn phase right now. I don't know why. I, I don't know how this happened. I was listening to uh, what's called New Metal Pandora. And they have uh, – so corn came on a lot. Once you thumbs up one corn song, they know like every three songs is corn. And Adidas, oh my gosh, I forgot. Dude, it's so <laughs> – please listen to that whole fucking album. The people forget Life is Peachy. Because the decade and a half of like Nickelback garbage they've been doing that sounds like every band. And Issues was amazing. And Follow the Leader was amazing. And those were, went mainstream. But Life is Beachy is album of the 90s. And you need to hear it front to back. Every song has timeless production. It doesn't sound like the 90s. The bass is so clean. Like their first album sounds like the 90s. So it's some of that like, you know, 90s rock band hooky stuff going on right. with the boys. But it's still got hip-hop influence. The guitars are like samples, bleedies. Keep that in mind when you listen to Life is Peachy beginning to end. All right. Well, that's where we're going right after this because, yes, I was loving it. I was like, why do I not listen to this song every fucking day? 
So amazing gym band. I know that that's what we're doing. Okay? We're we're working out constantly to corn. That's all we do. And we're just a bunch of meatheads. So when you listen to Kill You, the last track on Life is Peachy, that's the closest you'll get to being Gino or I. Oh, no. Okay. And I'm a little worried, but that's okay. I have my, my money order. I took care of it. I'm going to be just fine. Thank you guys so much for joining me, Kevin. We're back tomorrow. The whole effing show immediately following Dynamite. I can't wait. I'll see you there, my friend. I can't wait, Fleeties. I'll see you there. I hope I didn't ruin your outro by adding more. Quiggly, that twist song's not a cover. That's track one on Life is Peachy. It's their song. See, it's the Gino. Amazing time tonight. Thank you so much for bringing the fire, as you always do. Thank you for the greatest quote of my life, Washington, Lincoln, Obama. Any parting words before we, we ride off into that glorious sunset? I'm just glad you all were able to be here to enjoy our discussion here on Vleeties, and I look forward to our next one next week. Oh, it's going to be so fun next week. You guys have a great night. Thank you so much for joining me. I had an amazing time with everybody here. Sorry for no hashtags and headlines. Keezy got COVID again. That's what I was when you're single-vaxxed. You get it constantly. When you're double-vaxxed, you never get it. And then I'm not getting the third one. I think I've made it. I've, I know I say that now, but I'll probably end up getting this shit. Thank you guys so much for joining me, and have a great rest of your evening, everybody. Let's ride off to this song on my iTunes if it works. I hit play. Let's see what happens next. This one's for Gino, if it plays. Oh! Genesis. My best friend when I was 10 years it. old was a chubby kid with many fingertip holes. We dropped elbows like Shawn Michaels and super kicked the chins off pet monsters. Automatic quarterback when he throws. Disabled alcoholic when his mom shows. That boy rolled tonight. Redhead with all those freckles Run around those bushes in big circles I dropped your medication down a pole And now I'll attempt a finisher Yeah, that means I'm gonna wrestle And your mom is gonna have to waddle out Genesis, Genesis, Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Hurry in during Ram Truck Month, where you'll find J.D. Power's number one brand and new vehicle quality in 2021. And right now, get 0% financing for 72 months on the 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star. For 2021 J.D. Power award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Not compatible with any other offer. 0% APR financing for 72 months equal $13.89 per month per $1,000 finance for well-qualified buyers through Chrysler Capital regardless of down payment. Not all buyers will qualify. See dealer for details. Offer ends 5 22